The Bartender Ramp Podcast is powered by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for commercial and residential projects, roadside assistance, or personal recreation. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerbox.com. CIC Powerbox, wherever you go, go with power. Welcome to the Bartender Rand Podcast. I am your host, Steve Haley, and I am here again with my beautiful co-host from the Berwick Mansion, the Pool Room Studios, or at least in this case, we are in the Kitchen Studios. Uh, we like to bounce around. We like to mix it up as far as where we record and how we record and who we record with, and we do that for your entertainment. Michael, how are you today, my I'm, friend? I'm good, buddy. My heart, my heart is full today. Can I? Can I? Full and very hungover. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, when I asked you if you were good, I knew that any response to the positive was a lie because I can see in your eyes that your soul has left your body. <laughs> my soul has only left my body because it's been. I'm, I can't even think of something clever to say. My well, brain is mushed. My, today. my thought is, you were maybe maybe you were uh, reading too many of those smut novels and mm. somebody and and trying too many sex toys from uh, the Tits and Tito's episode, and the snow the soul snatcher vibrator might have gotten you. That, yeah. I, I don't know if that was the case. Like, I like said after they read that, I honestly made me wish I had a vagina. That was incredible. <laughs> that was for all, incredible. For all you listeners who don't know what I'm talking about, go check out Tits and Tito's brand new podcast we're doing. With Alexei and Emily Uncle, two of our best guests, um, they're they're going to be doing some really cool things on that. It's a hilarious first episode. Uh, I think I can say that mostly because I was shit dumped on, <laughs> absolutely dumped on like an avalanche. So, all right, before we get going, a few things. Um, my voice is shot. I'm shot. Um, I'm a shell of a man right now. We we uh, we told you on the last episode a little bit about how our friends decided to elope. Mike and I's uh, two good friends decided to get married uh, last minute in a very impromptu way. We had a hell of a time. Um, and then, like an idiot, I didn't take off work the next day, so I just bartended all day. Uh, I'm going to ask Mike what's new because I want to get his thoughts on the wedding, but we'll circle back to my train wreck of a day here in just a second. Mike, what, what's go- <laughs> tell us a little bit about how last night went for you. It was beautiful. It was. It was. It was Dirty Tom's wedding. That's um, right. He, he was on what episode eight, I think. So one of those. Yeah, he, uh, and he he had an absolutely beautiful wedding. I'm not going to give his fiance any other adjectives <laughs> that you can come up with other than beautiful. <laughs> it was it was just awesome, man. So many of our friends were there. Yeah. The families were there. Both of their families are so beautiful. And it was it was a wonderful. Do you know it was really beautiful? And they, of course, they had an open bar. So yes, that's fantastic. one of the reasons why I'm hurting so bad today. Do you know it was re- well, among other reasons. Yeah. But um, you know what's <laughs> really beautiful was your speech. I'm not kidding. Mike gave uh, one of the best uh, best man speeches I've ever heard. Um, well, you know, you. it was funny. It was entertaining, and really, at the end, he brought it home with a lot of heart. And I really enjoyed that. And what was the what was the big tagline that you? That you kind of left us with. What was it? Uh, a real friend is one that uh, pushes you down and picks you back up. Which <laughs> Something I, like that. <laughs> I thought that was great. I thought that was great. Now, maybe Mike will tell that story at some point here. Uh, I think I actually show. have told that story have about, about, okay. about Dirty Tom and, and Brian pushing me down in the mud. Yeah. And, I'm pretty sure I've told and that And picking story. him back up again. So, it was a hell of a wedding. And, and to kind of, um, kind of uh, echo your sentiment there. It was a unique wedding, not just because they eloped, but also because I think it's rare 
um, that two such unbelievable families mm-hmm. are joined together. And I know people say that. I know it's a cliche, but it's different. With uh, it really is with these two groups, the and we're gonna probably have to believe this, but whatever. Shake the shit out. <laughs> anyway, these two wonderful groups of people, um, they they could not be uh, greater blessings in Mike and I's life, and uh, we really appreciate them. They are so supportive of what we do here on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just an awesome wedding. Yep. Now that brings me to today, which was not awesome. Um, I talk a lot about Das on this podcast, and I love Das. It's a fantastic bar. It's where I work right now uh, in the industry, and I will always love it. But today was brutal. Um, I woke up a little late because we had too much fun at the wedding last night and strolled into Das just to find out that today was a special day. We're not just doing brunch service, but Mickey and Minnie Mouse impersonators were in the building. And as I walked up to the front door, a line of over 400 people were lined up around the block with tickets. I'd say 60% of them were children under the age of five. Oh, my God. Okay? I made more chocolate milks and apple juices today. (laughs) I had more people scream and spit and spill things on me today than in all my years of bartending maybe combined. And if that wasn't enough, um, you know, once we get all the kids out of there, Mickey and Minnie are gone, then our Sunday happy hour crowd descended upon Mm. us. We do seven day a week happy hour, and it was just brutal. One of one of the toughest shifts I've ever worked at Dos. I'm sure we'll make money, um, but I came out of there uh, in one of those moods, ready to like fight somebody. I, I was in a bad mood. I hadn't eaten anything. I I I got skipped on my cut. Uh, I was just in a foul, foul mood. So hopefully I can turn it around yeah, here. I can attest to that. When I got here, he was really pissy and grumpy. <laughs> and yeah. That was 30 minutes early, yeah. too. So It must be really hard to sleep all day. You I know? didn't sleep all day. Just hang out, shoot guns, and like you know, do whatever you want to do. But whatever. We're going to prevail. Work, so. <laughs> if I seem a little more ornery than usual on this pod, uh, please, uh, my condolences, and give me a little bit of leeway, people. Because I, you know, and, and also, can I... Fuck Mickey Mouse. Yeah. 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 Fuck you, Disney. I, I don't what? really care if we run, run on your platforms. <laughs> oh, my God. You um, piece of shit. <laughs> You've seen that South Park episode. Oh, yeah. have you seen that? They don't even know who you're talking to. <laughs> no, I <laughs> Yes, I've seen that South Park episode. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Um, we're we're going to bring you an awesome guest tonight. One of our fantastic, fantastic friends going back with us. For years, I mean, I met him in kindergarten. He was also at the wedding last night. Um, we've been dying to have him on the show. It's Nick Gann, and he has brought with him one of his favorite drinks of all time, the Irish Car Bomb. Before we do that, as always, please follow us on social media at BRP Drink Along on all platforms. Um, we beg you guys, look, we are trying to give you free content. We want to do this show. We want to go all over the country to do it. What you can do to help is subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Pod. Make sure you're hitting that that purple like button. On Spotify, make sure you're giving us five stars. And please follow the socials because I can't tell you how much that helps. Get the word out about this and introduce us to new bartenders. If you have people to suggest for the show, mm-hmm. send them to us. Yeah. DM us. Email us at um, you know thebartenderrantpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, Mike is doing a lot of cool things with the BRP jukebox. We obviously have our um, 
our, our BRP happy hours that we do the first Monday mm-hmm. of every month. That's a virtual happy hour where you can hang out with Mike and I and people in this community. That's going to be coming up. What were you going to say? Uh, just one thing about the BRP jukebox. So uh, we have some rotating uh, playlists that we put up throughout the year. Uh, but we always have the BRP jukebox on there, which is just my favorite music. It's basically yeah. all it is. Stuff I would have in my jukebox if I had a bar. Um, if you are interested in that, just make sure to, when you search in Spotify, search the Bartender Rant podcast, but search in profiles. Don't search in the podcast tab. Search in profiles. Find our profile, and that's where you'll find our, our music Absolutely. list. Absolutely, yeah. Makes it easy. And, and one last thing before we move into the final disclaimer here. You know... If you're listening to this episode, you know that I already uh, did my side of the bet and drank twenty-five or drank ten shots for the ten gauntlet questions. And Mike did his side of the bet and took a slap from me to the face. Now Steve slaps like a bitch. You know it's funny. You know it's funny. Our Snapchat lagged right as I was slapping you. It looks like such a terrible slap. Can we That's do it again? Fine. Can we do it again? Can we do it again? <laughs> Can we set it up again? Yeah, Maybe. sure. I didn't. Say, it didn't feel like it was. Uh, uh, you want to do it? You want to slap me right now? I kind of want to slap you right now. Come on, now. give it up. Let's yeah, go. Sure, sure, going to break up your day? Right, come on, pony boy. Oh, come on. That still was a bitch slap. Oh, Jesus well, Christ. You know, I, I didn't want to kill. I didn't want to kill. But that was good. That, I probably should have waited till. Uh, our guest could have videotaped yeah. that. You're all, a, you're all red in the face. That was a huge mistake hey, right there. Anyway, all right. So wait, Mike is th- paid. Th- thank you, Daddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have... Oh, God. You're pitching a tent over there. Just calm down. All right. Um, it's a weird episode. <laughs> good God. Don't so, no. no what, I, what I'm really trying to tell you guys is obviously you might have already seen that Mike and I cash in our bets. But, but moving forward... We would like all of you listeners to send us any suggestions for penalties for Michael and I if we get too drunk on an episode or, um, you know, if we get something wrong on an episode. Okay, so just to flesh this out a little bit, I'm not sure exactly how the rules are. Maybe if we get drunk like three times, you know what I mean? No. It's one time? One time. Okay, so what we were talking about, uh, for instance, Meg, she thought it'd be funny if, if one of us got a little too drunk on the episode, we would have to record and do a viral TikTok dance. Which oh, I would God. fucking hate to do that. I would hate to do that too. So, or like, um, I would have to do a mukbang and record it and put Perfect, it up on yes. YouTube. So, so if start you have, thinking of penalties. If you, if you if you like the idea of punishing Steve and I, just send us your suggestions and uh, we'll 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 own up to it. You can see I, I just took another slab right here. You know we uh, we're trying to bring some professional quality podcasting to you and uh really we're sluts for your entertainment that's what it's really about we'll do nearly anything um our self-esteem is rock bottom (laughs) you know we will do anything to get you to listen so no think of some suggestions for penalties send them to us either dm email uh you know let us know um what we can do if we if we screw up We'll, we'll, we'll settle it drinking but if we get like if i get facts wrong on like the history section or the cocktail section please let us know. So, um, last thing, obviously, we want you guys to be healthy, happy. We want you to stay with us. As we always say, um, if you're struggling with substance abuse or anything else, um, you know, just even just stress from this industry, please, at the end of the show, we're going to have um, some counseling hotlines, some resources for you guys that you can seek out. Um, you can always email us as well. We're happy to listen. We're happy to talk to you. Uh, you know, Mike and I are not professional counselors, but we're here for you guys, and we're trying to build this community. Absolutely, so, yeah. You know, um, and I, I know uh, Mike feels the same way. We we care about you guys, especially all of you um, that have come out of the woodwork to support us. Yeah, we love you guys. We love. You. <laughs> um, okay, without further ado, here is Nick Gann and the Irish Car Bombs. 
All right, Nick, how you doing tonight, brother? Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah. I came with a little hulkster there. <laughs> hey, brother. I, I wanted to first and foremost want to congratulate Dirty Tom and Clean Carrie for oh, their marriage. Man, yes, <laughs> to Dirty Tom and Clean Carrie. <laughs> That's nice. I like well, I, I, I refer, uh, respectfully refer to her as Care Bear. <laughs> She's always been the Care Bear. K-Dog. Um, really, really excited for both of them. I uh, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have you on this pod, my friend. I've been trying to get on this for a while. That's right, and we've asked God. It's been Mike and I dropping the ball. But it's been Steve. I didn't. I did not. It's been me. It's been me dropping the ball. Um, Nick and I. Nick. Nick's my oldest friend. I mean, we go way, way back. Uh, I want to. I want to uh, correct you. It was actually pre-K. Pre-K with Caitlin Green, oh, Michael Fisher, Tits McGee. Yeah. You might have to blur that us out. Tits McGee, no, keep her name in there. Keep her name in there. Um, no, Michael Fisher, the only thing I ever remember about him is he was the first guy to do the front spike. Yeah. You know, he just spikes just the front part of his hair and then everything else is flat. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. And if I could go back and, and talk to myself then, I would have told him to like, I don't know. You would have done it too? I would have told him to like squirt ketchup in Michael Fisher's face or some shit like that. I don't know. Is that a thing that the kids do? I was trying to think of like a tame, mean prank to do to somebody, and then uh, for whatever reason, it's like come up with ketchup. I'm on fumes right now, yeah, people. Yeah, I'm on fumes. Yeah. Well, shall we take these? Uh, well, Nick, before we jump right into that, thank you for joining us. What really motivated you to come on? Uh, I listened to a couple episodes. Uh, it seems like a good time, and I love having good times with my friends. Aww. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorite things about you. You're always down. You're yeah. the guy that. Uh, um, you know, if you're like, hey, Nick, like 20 minutes before a plan is about to happen, we're going to go here and we're going to do this. You, you're just like, okay, man. Let's <laughs> just do like it. that. <laughs> just let's do it. So I love that about you. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun. You also brought a rowdy, rowdy drink. Why, why Irish car bombs? It's uh, my favorite. I heard you haven't had bombs yet. and That's right. Yeah, we haven't. Yeah, what were you originally going to do? Uh, uh, you know, I was going to do a Vesper. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and uh, but then we got to talking, and you were like, "Well, really, my favorite drink is Irish yeah, car bombs." You're I, like, well, that's not really a cocktail. No. Yeah, I said no. that's stupid. Let's do Irish car bombs. <laughs> We've already we already took one Irish car bomb to make sure that they were working. Yeah, so <laughs> it's important. You want to test your bombs before you uh, you get too far down the rabbit hole. So, um, well, Nick, why don't you mix this up? I see you already got the the uh, the Guinness poured out. Excuse me there. The Guinness poured out. Why don't you get a set up with a few um, <laughs> shots so we can do these Irish car bombs and get it started off right here. And while you're doing that, I'm going to share a little bit about the cocktail history. Um, so I did a little bit of research into where the car bomb first originated. I was a bit surprised. I would have thought, hey, you know, maybe Boston, super Irish area, maybe even in Ireland itself. It turns out uh, that the... Irish car bomb, which is made of Jameson, half Jameson, half Bailey's, and you drop that into a pint of Guinness, or half pint of Guinness, was invented in 1979 by a guy with a really stupid name. Charles Burke Cronin Oat is his name. That's right, Charles Burke Cronin Oat. Uh, and he invented it at Wilson's Saloon in Connecticut in 1979. Um Charles was an interesting guy. He was very, very immersed in the bartending scene in Connecticut. Actually started the Connecticut School of Bartending. Uh, when he first invented the drink, it was a derivative of another cocktail that he put together 
which was Jameson and Bailey's, or or, uh, or a version of uh, Bailey's and Kahlua that he called the grandfather. Uh, eventually, he decided to add whiskey to it, um, and it became known as the IRA shot, which was Jameson, Bailey's, and Kahlua. Uh, over time, he was like, you know, trying different variations of this and ended up dropping this into a Guinness one time, loved it, and dubbed it the Belfast Car Bomb. And this is where the controversy comes in, okay? Um, we obviously know it now as the Irish Car Bomb, Belfast being, you know, a pinnacle city in the country of Ireland. A lot of people think that it's named the Irish Car Bomb because the IRA was known for planting bombs um, all over the UK uh, during a lot of kind of strife and civil war. So, unfortunately, that was not Charles's original intention. He called the Irish car bomb because as the, the bomb drops in, it really has this like explosion and it looks like a little bomb. But this is apparently now very controversial in Ireland. If you go to Ireland, do not order an Irish car bomb. <laughs> That's a good note. And, and, he, and here's why. In Ireland... They equate an Irish car bomb, okay, which is a very sensitive subject, whether you're talking to somebody who's Protestant or Catholic, um, they equate it to somebody inventing a 9-11-inspired uh, <laughs> drink called the Flaming Twin Towers or the, Manhattan, or the Manhattan Ground Zero. So, and when, you, when it's put like that, it makes sense to name a drink the Irish car bomb when... Hundreds and thousands of people have died at the hands of literal car bombs in Ireland. Maybe a sensitive and sore subject. So it was no, the, it was the seventies, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so a note to all you listeners out there: if you uh, if you do happen to go to Ireland and you do happen to order this drink, um, have them piece it together. Yeah. Do not order <laughs> it by some, name. Some assembly required. Do not order it by name. And for those of you um, feisty or creative American listeners. Um, this is not uh, a roadmap to creating 9-11-inspired drinks. Oh I God, want to be very clear don't. about that. Do not send okay? us those. Do not send us those. All right. You can uh, send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Boom! I'm sorry. <laughs> Good God. Oh, that was intense. Yeah, it tastes like chocolate milk. Yeah, it is. Oh, it nice. is really tasty. Oh, fuck you, Charles. <laughs> okay, I feel good. I feel good. I have a feeling that this episode might actually come out around St. Patty's Day. Yeah. With with what was that sound that just came out of you? Oh, <laughs> that's a weird day, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. Uh, wow, we're totally off rails here, but um. <laughs> That was delicious. See, that's what these bombs do to you. They really fuck you up there. Um, all right, Nick. We get started with this the same way every time. We start with our drinking. Okay. Um, this is, you know, similar to like LinkedIn, you know, where you put all your so, your information up there. You're trying to get your career off the ground. The drinking is, you know, how did you first get into the business? What are some of the positions you've held? And where are you now if you're still in the restaurant game? So kind of give us an idea about that. All right, so uh, I started my first restaurant job actually with Steven over there uh, at 9th Street Tap House. That was your first restaurant game? Yes. I, I had no that. idea what I was doing. <laughs> I started as a bar back. Uh, we had this 
amazing bartender, Chuck, who taught me everything. And Chuck, we're just Chuck's been on the podcast. Yeah, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck's been mentioned on the pod. We're hoping to get him get him on one day. I did I did hand him your card. If he doesn't die before then, you know, yeah. which is a fair sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just had to <laughs> Yeah, no you're good. It's gonna be a lot of it. He told me everything I know about bartending, which is a fair amount. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Chuck was, Chuck was really your guru. Yes. And I yeah. had no idea that was your first experience mm-hmm. in the bar business. So where do you go from there? Because I know you yeah. were, you like stayed down at the beach at, yeah. you I know, s- after we left in the summers. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So I started off 20 years old and he would just uh, teach me how to do his job. And, you know, then we'd split tips at the end. I didn't mind because he was teaching me, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Naive 20-year-old. Yeah, you were getting uh, value. He was getting free work. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting fucked in the elevator. <laughs> he was doing the fucking. <laughs> uh, the following year, I went back to Ocean City after college and worked at the same bar. Uh, Chuck was not there. Uh, the manager had also gotten fired for stealing. Oh, uh, that's nice. Rachel. Yeah, that's real nice. And... Uh, after that, uh, I came back to live with you at the Maryland house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I think you and Tom got me a job at Cooper's. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we uh, got you a job. What What was your position at Cooper's when you started? I was a uh, food runner. Okay. Food runner at Cooper's. Uh, but that really just did anything. They asked for barbacks, too. Right, so you're barback, you're mm-hmm. barback and you're food running. Mm-hmm. And then... Then uh, I took an exciting leap to their food truck. <laughs> <laughs> the I remember Co- that. The Cooper's food truck. I remember that. And Solancha, Solancha food truck. Uh, you were like their food truck guru for a while. You yeah, were like yeah, they had me driving all, around. All the big fairs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it was fun. Selling burgers fun. and shit. And then it just got to be too much, and... Uh, Decided to get a real job that fit my degree, so I was an accountant for a while, uh, and then uh, just recently I decided to quit that and start a restaurant in Ocean City, where I got my start. That's right. And uh, you want to plug that? Sure. Tell tell the people about your restaurant, uh, man. Uh, my my good friend Abin Amatya uh, and I started a restaurant called Crepe Daddy. It's on 11th Street and, and the Boardwalk. Uh, we do crepes, waffles, coffee, espresso. I've heard it's better than Starbucks. Ocean City, Maryland. <laughs> it was really good, man. Ocean City, Maryland, 11th Street on the Boardwalk, Crepe Daddy. And I can attest, I have eaten everything on the menu at this point. Um, it's outstanding, the food there. And if you are in Ocean City, Maryland, it is the best place to get a cup of coffee for two reasons. One... They spent the money to get, like, a legit coffee machine, espresso machine, all that good shit. So if you're in Ocean City, you need a decent cup of coffee, they can make you what you need, right? Like, uh, any, uh, you know, any uh, specialty drink. The second reason is because there is one Starbucks in that whole fucking town of 140 streets of a beach. Surprisingly, yeah. And that Starbucks is a 30, 40, 50-minute hour wait you want to get a cup of coffee quick. You want to get some breakfast. You want to go right onto the beach. There's nothing better than Crepe Daddy. That's where you got to go. So I think it's crazy. Nick was like, Nick like got in the business, bartended underage, okay? <laughs> kind of got swindled a little bit by Chuck, but got taught by Chuck. Um, and then he like goes back, like backwards yeah. to, to, yeah. to like, I'm just saying position-wise, mm-hmm. like food running, and now you like own your own business, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, which is wild. So the, the thing that I keep um, 
being surprised by is how every single person in this business trajectory is different, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't it feel like in the professional world, like the climbing of the ladder has its very clear very, yeah, stepping stones? Very stems. clear hierarchy, yeah. And it is not that way in this business. Somebody can be washing dishes one day, the next day he's doing the fries yeah, as, and he's, as and he's Kanye driving West a said, truck around. Yeah. And, the day, and, and the next day he owns the goddamn place. That's my that's my point. So, um, so what I gotta I gotta ask you this: of of all the positions you have in the restaurant business, what's the one that you felt that you've enjoyed the most? I really enjoyed bar backing at Ninth Street Tap House because okay. I felt like I got to learn every aspect. And it wasn't it wasn't the first year. Uh, the second year, it, second year really hit me because I also fucking hated it. Yeah, I hated it. Uh, it's going to come up a lot, but I, when I started working there again, it was run by Neanderthals that didn't know what they were doing, uh, and it it was run by the a family that the daughter was uh, dating the the chef. Ah. Uh, the, uh, it was muddy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the father and uh, mother were the general manager's manager. Uh, working together. Yeah. That's always helped me. Because yeah. <laughs> we know in America, most marriages work out mm. and people are happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 50%. no, no. And I, I would assume if they get shoved together in tight quarters in the restaurant business, there's no way that that... that, that what do you think the divorce rate is for a husband and wife that work together managing a bar? It's gotta because be it's got to be higher. It's got to be much higher than sixty percent. I don't know, or, or maybe you know that camaraderie really just yeah, know, fuck work. right, it does. No way. It just creates an everlasting no bond. No way, dude. No way. So, um, so uh, before we move on, right, right now, you so you've left accounting. You're you're doing yes. this business full time. I think yeah. that's awesome, man. I mean, we were living together when you decided to make. You know, kind of take this big risk, and I was really excited for you. And um, you know, this is now what you guys are in your second year business. Second year. And tell us about some of the new things that are happening there. Uh, second year, we uh, we decided to take all of our earnings and put it right back into the business. Uh, we built up the outside for more seating. Uh, we hope uh, we passed the threshold for. Uh, a beer and wine license. That's going to be crazy if you um, guys can get a We probably aren't going to be able to qualify for it or try to get it yet. But I mean, but the seating thing. helps that, right? I yeah. mean, essentially, that's what the liquor board is looking at is yeah. the capacity. See, yeah, right. yeah. For whatever that reason, huge. that's a, yeah. It's huge. Uh, and that, uh, we're hoping we, we get the same people back. Uh, what sets us apart, different from our neighbors, is they they oh, they they charge overpriced products that aren't quality, and and they don't care if somebody comes back. They just charge, charge, charge. Mm-hmm. And we want to provide. That's how. That's our mission statement was to provide quality product for a decent yeah. price uh, and have return customers. The, nice. the the thing that I noticed. Um, Last summer when I went down to visit, you know, the couple times I went down to visit you guys, it was very consistent. Um, local workers, you know, um, local service industry people, the people doing like the, uh, you know, the, uh, the the pictures on the beach, what are they called? The scopes. Oh, scopes. The, the yeah, scopes yeah. picture taker people, the lifeguards that work up and down the beach. 
all the local workers were coming in there all the time. And that, that that's a huge testament. That was a yeah. huge testament to I think one, you guys had a good product, but two it was reasonably you're absolutely right, reasonably priced for those people, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the second thing is you, you talked about your neighbors. Everybody around you is a legacy boardwalk business. They've been there for 20, 30 years. They are they're essentially a tourist trap mm-hmm. and they are just, you know, uh, gleaning people. I love seeing fresh blood um, that far down on the boardwalk. So I'm really excited for Crepe Daddy and excited for what's going to happen now that you guys are rolling. you got a year Thank under you. your yeah. belt and and uh, good things to come. So that's exciting, man. Um, and you're there. You're in it. You're in the yeah. trenches, you and Ben. Every Yeah, we decided to go full hands-on this year. We played yeah. a little axe last year. We're, we're <laughs> fast full, and loose. Yeah. 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 It, it, you know, it was actually very interesting. I don't know. It's... You start a business and you hire a manager and then you let it run itself. Well, we were able to take vacations and everything. It was great. Uh, it just didn't work out. Uh, and this is what you learn. I think yeah. that's what you learn about this business. Yeah, I think uh, eventually we'll reach that point. But we're definitely taking a hands-on approach this year. And we'll see where it goes from there. Awesome. Do you guys have a slogan or a motto for Crepe Daddy? Like get creeped in the mouth no. or anything? <laughs> yeah. No. Have you some daddy? No, uh, we used to have a banner outside that people loved. Uh, it says, "It says, come to daddy. <laughs> With this big hand pointed right at the That's fucking awesome. door. awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. People would come and take pictures. What, whatever happened to that idea where we're going to, where you, you guys were talking about printing out pictures of like famous dads and yes. putting them up yes. around. That's still an idea. I, I do like that. Right. I think that'd be hilarious like if like Homer, a giant Homer Simpson <laughs> yeah. poster is like right there and you know um, al from uh from uh what's the you know uh uh al bundy from all in the is it all in the family i don't know i'm gonna date myself here but anyway it's married with children married with children thank you walter white um okay uh nick you know what's coming next. Yes. Now, we've, we're already 30 minutes in, which is a little uh, fatter than we want to be. But one of my favorite things about you is how direct and concise you are with your answers. I oftentimes ask you, I'm frustrated with you because of your lack of fluff. So we're going to see how you attack the gauntlet. Um, you know what's coming up. It's our top 10 questions. We call it the gauntlet. you got to get from beginning to end. There's no sideways route. There's only through. There's only through the past, my friend. So, without further ado, which is the line you guys hate me for. Without further ado. <laughs> without further ado. Uh, here is the gauntlet. Nick sucks some cream out of a... Anyway, go Whoa! <laughs> here's the gauntlet! Okay. Uh, happy to be back with you guys. Nick, are you ready? I am. Okay, my friend. Question number one. Pet peeves and misconceptions. Tell us about the pet peeves you have about the service business, either customers or your coworkers, or misconceptions customers may have. Uh, coworkers. I'm gonna choose coworkers. Okay, well, you, fuck you, my coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a good pet peeve to add here, but you go first. Okay. About coworkers. It's, yes. It's, it's a good uh, so, uh, bringing back my second year uh, in Ocean City at Ninth Street Tap House. Uh, bringing back that f- there was a big family dynamic. Uh, my pet peeve was that 
they blood is thicker than water. And they, Ooh, nepotism. They were mm, playing family favorites, mm, huh? They they would take breaks whenever they wanted, knew they could get away with anything, uh, and it, a really short had left me with a short stick. And, yeah. Anybody that was not family, yeah. not just you, anyone that was not family, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, uh, I ended up pocketing a lot of tips. I know that's not that's frowned upon in the industry, but it, I mean, I do have a valid reason. It will come up. <laughs> I guarantee it. But All my right. pet peeve is family in the industry. Okay, you not know, respecting. Mm-hmm. You know what's not crazy? In the family. Yeah. I'd love to say that as long as we're not talking about corporate restaurants, but I've worked at corporate restaurants where the GM has hired their brother to be the shift manager and their, you know, their girlfriend to be the head bartender. The restaurant business is so incestuous, right? I mean, oh god, we're sitting, we're sitting. <laughs> that term does not just apply. <laughs> To an illegal sexual content. Listen, let me tell you something, people. The word incestuous applies to any any industry or or a particular class of people or social gathering that has a common um, common root cause. So, when I was in the legal field as a professional, we would always talk about how the legal uh, field in Baltimore everybody knows everybody. I'm sure you've heard that, right? The legal small field. tomorrow, yeah. Yes, the, but but specifically the legal field. Every attorney knows everybody else. Every mm. paralegal knows everybody else. So it becomes very incestuous. We are sitting at a table right now with three people that have worked at the same restaurant together. We have gotten each other jobs at different places more did, times than I can fucking count. This business is built on nepotism. It did, is didn't you go to college in West Virginia? Oh, come on. <laughs> Um, I didn't that's, know, I that's did. you know what you're better than that. I just, okay, that's easy. That was too easy. No, Low I hanging fruit. First of all, I didn't realize you were such an expert on incest. That's good, <laughs> good to know. Um, additionally, oh. even if you were completely correct, and, somewhere in the world, and Miriam is on your side. I would just be cautious about how you use that term around you know different people. I'm gonna post the definition that's of incestuous this week to Same. prove my point. But somewhere in the world. Uh, Lex and Emily Apple are listening to this, and they are licking their chops to to take swings at me. I want you all to know, whenever the next Tits and Tito's episode comes out, y'all can go fuck yourselves. I, I ain't scared. I ain't scared bring it hard, okay? I ain't scared. Um, that's a good one, though, man, because scared. seriously, I, I've worked in a lot of restaurants where there's a ton of... <coughs> oh, my God, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, there's a ton of family. Uh, excuse me, that Irish car bomb. Uh, now, there's a ton of family at all different levels, right? They can be everything from a hostess to a manager, and it tips the scales, makes it less than equitable. So, I, well, that's, and that's yeah, I can see how that would it would really drive you crazy as somebody who, you know, from your point of view, it just, it is, it's just an unfair working environment and you'd just be really resentful, you know, of, yeah. of that situation. I wonder how Hooch and Justin and everybody else at Powerbox feels. Oh, well, you can just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Justin feels. <laughs> That's, That's why we got to get this podcast going so I can get out of their hair, you know. Oh, man. All right. Question number two. Uh, is best tips worst tips? Is that where we're at? Yes. Yeah, best listen to this guy. It is. Uh, my phone, you know, you could, game, you could, you could. All right. Like, so, Nick, question number two. You were talking about pocketing tips earlier. Why don't you give us a little bit more detail on your best tips and your worst tips? Is that good? Is it like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, so. You're, I, you're a real twat. Yeah. I, you know, I ended up 
be there there were times working at Ninth Street Tap House second year that uh, I would go back I would run out I, I would customers would come in I'd seat them uh, I'd take their order I'd make their drink bring it back ask for their food order go out to where the, the assholes were smoking say you have an order and they say Oh, you can take care of it. Oh, really? To where then I would go and in, you, but, but hold I on. would cook their food. With the implication <laughs> that you're not getting tipped for it. I'm still going to get tipped for it, but you can put the food Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah. crazy, dude. I would uh, cook the food, uh, bring it out. Are you serious? Bust the table, wash the dishes, can, I mean, also while also giving them drinks. So, hold on, hold on. You'd put the order in. You'd mm-hmm. take the order. Mm-hmm. You'd, you'd put, well, you'd put the order in. Then, you would hold, I would you put would, the order in for myself to wait, go back there. You, you would seat them. Would you seat them as well? So, you would seat them. Get them I would drinks. do uh, the entirety of their stay there. Let's, they let's, only saw me. But let's walk through it. You'd, yeah. you'd greet them. Mm-hmm. You'd seat them. Yes. You'd take their drink order. Yes. Serve them the drink. You yes. make it. Make I would answer, make it in front of them. Yes. And serve them. The serve drinks. it to them. Yes. You take their food order. Mm-hmm. You'd put that uh, in. I would put it in. You'd run then in the go back. Into cook the it. kitchen. Yep. You'd cook it. <laughs> you'd bring it out to them. Yes. You'd food run it essentially. Yes. Okay. Then you would like take them through the rest of their meal. Yep. Close the check. Mm-hmm. And then uh, pick up the bus. Pick up the check. Bus the area. And then pocket the tips. <laughs> and then what? Take it back to the kitchen, wash the dishes, wash the dishes and do it all over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think. See, oh I don't think you should be resentful about this. They were just training you how to run Grape Daddy. Yes. You know, I mean, so you, you, you got to do it all, man. You know, really, you should be kicking them back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, really. Just start sending those royalties in the mail. Yeah, you know, you this know, one's from Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's weird. I, I just can't understand why their business is suffering. It yeah. doesn't make any well, sense. Well, they're closed now. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, they, they treated have us a, so good when we worked there. I did have a very good tip there one time. Uh, uh, funny, uh, we were packed. So the only time we would ever be packed, Steve can attest to this, was when it was raining. Uh, people would run in. Well, and we were... Tell them, tell them about where the tap house was. The tap house isn't directly on the boardwalk. It was a little off the... It's... <coughs> Down the, the building, beaten, beat down the beaten path. The building is on the boardwalk, but the yeah. building is a hotel. Yeah, and the entrance to the bar is not very. It's not clear. easy to it's, access. Have you ever seen um, what was it, the Book of Mormon, or what was that thing with Tom Hanks where it was like he was like, uh, you know, what was a, that? Was he's that a movie? Scientologist. Yeah, what was that movie with Tom Hanks where he was like investigating like uh, the Virgin Mary? You know. What oh, I'm the about? Uh, the oh, Dan Hanks. Brown books that. Uh, Come on, we can do it. We can do it. Let's oh, get God. there. Uh, it was, one's like Angels and Demons. Yes, one is Angels and Demons. You can do it. The Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Code. So basically, collective effort here, guys. Basically, Da Vinci's Code couldn't crack the fucking front door of this building. I mean, it was impossible to find. All that for that stupid fucking. <laughs> worth it worth it the other access to the building was a elevator that ran from this punk ass shit ass hotel right into the bar and we've talked about this elevator on an earlier podcast where we explained how chuck had the keys to the elevator and used to lock himself in there with women yes. that he would glean from the bar and he would have sex during the busiest periods of yeah, our night so. so i want to hear because we've talked about chuck a few times on yeah. the podcast um he he was described as looking like um, 
Who was it? Um, he looks like the guy from Steve Buscemi. No, no, that's no. no, no. You know what he really looks like? Do you know the movie uh, The New Guy? You know that like skinny, oh, yes. yeah, kind of okay. wiry, and he's also yeah. in Road Trip. He's the one that if you've ever yes. seen Road Trip, uh, they go to the black fraternity and the and the very large black girl like sleeps with him. He's skinny. He, isn't he, he? He's the one who says. Um, if your dog, they're all talking about. If you're in a different area code, it's not cheating. He's yes. Like, he's like, if a do, if your dog licks peanut butter off your penis, yes. it's not cheating because it's your dog. No, because it's your dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah, okay. yeah. He's also in that awesome show that only ran for a couple of seasons with uh, Jim Jeffries. Oh, I, oh yeah, yes. Great. He's in the wheelchair. Legit. Legit. Yes. Yeah. He's in legit. He's the kid in the wheelchair, yeah. and so. If you know that actor, and we're gonna have to look up his name while we're doing this here, because I I, I gotta you know I, I should be better than this. I should actually know his name, but um, that's what he looked like. He, dude, Chuck looked exactly like that guy, but twenty years older mm. and soaked in vodka. Because <laughs> apparently he was he was getting some pretty nice looking women. Well, that's because Which Chuck one? is a rambler. A rambler. His name is. Is DJ Quells? Yes, DJ Quells. Oh yeah, he's in uh, Hustle and Flow too. DJ Quells, really cool absolutely. Movie. And I think Chuck looks a lot like him, um, except for Chuck has definitely had. You know, he still has that crazy like Justin Bieber hair, and it's still. You think he dies it? I think he dies it. I don't know. I think he dies. I don't think he has enough time. He has four jobs. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, maybe the amount of drugs and alcohol stunted his ability to grow, like, white hair. You know what I mean? Uh, for him to go gray. But, I mean, what do you think it was about Chuck? He, he always had that, like, I don't give a fuck attitude, but he was always a good talker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been in the industry forever. No, I, I meant, like, how do, how do you pull women? Oh, how do you pull, pull women? women. Uh, talker... Uh, he d- he has a sob story he uses too. Really? Yeah. You can fix yeah. me. He's one of those. Oh, yeah. Gross. yeah. And I and I do have to think that he's given away a lot of free shit. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. That's I, I was also taught that as well. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on Chuck's uh, if you're on Chuck's dartboard, you're not paying for a fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. I you know dartboard. Yeah. I used to do. Yeah, oh, I got it. It's <laughs> terrible. Did you get it? What one no, of the? Did you? Hold on. Did, did you, you not? Did you get it? His dartboard? No, did you get it? Did I get what? Did you understand the joke? I think so. Are you sure? I'd like the dartboard in the sense that he's trying to fuck you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you it. You got it? It's not that yeah. fucking clever. That's no, why you, you got it, right? Oh, okay. Can we, I don't know what you're doing right now, Steve. <laughs> Listeners, thank you, bro. This is a weird day. That's, <laughs> that's, a weird... that's the first time I've laughed all day. <laughs> Poor Steve. He was, he was such a grumpy little guy when I got here. <laughs> he <is> so sad. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Anyway. Anyway, where were we? Where were we? Uh, oh, uh, best and worst tips. I think we that nailed was, that category. That was, uh, Did we finish that? that? My, oh, I didn't. You're uh, saying we it's hard to get tangent. into the building. It's hard to get into the building. Yeah, right? so it was packed. It's it, packed. You know, Thank one you. Of the, one of the one times it's packed ever. Uh, uh, and it was this guy uh, and his wife with a bunch of kids. I mean, I think it was a couple of parents with, a, with their kids. But it was everything going on. They all came in at the same time. They're, they're all ordering at the same time. Everybody's putting food in. There's maybe... A, one bartender, me, one server, and one cook on. They were really understaffed. They didn't care about staffing mm. uh, either at this place. Uh, so I'm running all over the place, running food, getting drinks to the bar, helping the bartender fill drinks, helping the server with whatever they need. Just chaos, uh, just absolute chaos. Everybody know in the industry knows chaos. But 
Uh, and this guy stops me with all the kids. They're like 20 kids. It's just a bunch of hot dog and chicken tender orders. There's not a <laughs> I mean, And he's like, I will give you this $100 if, my meal, if our meal comes out next. And I was like, okay. I, but I knew... I knew his ticket was up, so I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I I was already going back to get his fucking order. Sly bastard. That's awesome. Went back there and started handing out hot dogs and chicken tenders. I'm sorry. When he said hot dogs and chicken tenders, I blacked out. I had PTSD from the day that I just had all these fucking little pieces of shit. If I have to make another chocolate milk, I'm going to drown a child in fucking chocolate milk. I'm going to drown a child in chocolate milk. We're already past pet. Peeves. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Children. Children. That's Steve's yeah. Peeve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that not clear? Did I not make that clear? This is going to be a really rough episode. No, it's good. If my well, mom has made it this far, please stop listening because it can't get better from here. Yeah, we're going to get another Irish car bomb in us oh, here man, before too long. So, so, question number Are these supposed to be an hour? Because we might run over. It's no, fine. No, 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 we're, no, no. We're we good, shoot man. for an hour and a half. Oh, okay. We're okay. Well, then I'll pull it together. Yeah. My worst tip no, ever. Yeah. Uh, well, shout out to this couple that uh, invited me on another mission trip. Mission uh, trip? Yeah. <laughs> like for uh, a church? Yes. Did okay. you save any souls? Uh, no, I didn't actually go to it. How is this bartending related? Yeah, so no, his, I was worst tip, his worst tip is, said it is them saying, hey, we don't have any money, but you, <laughs> you can want... come on our mission trip. <laughs> Base, no basically it. Basically All right, it. sorry. <laughs> come on, that can't be true. Basically it. So, no, uh, yes, I'm true. serving these people. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, no, they were very nice people. Very, it, very nice. It, I, had, I had long conversations with them and everything. <laughs> they, on, they only came back back they they were there for a week i I mean it's a resort town you know not a resort town it's a yeah it's a it's a beach vacation for sure they're they're there for a week they uh they they came there almost every day for dinner uh requested me uh i would uh serve them out their last day there they ended up calling over uh calling me uh, saying can you go get your manager slash general manager Uh whatever and uh, uh, he comes over, and they just showered me with compliments. This guy's great, uh, great service, great attentiveness, right. all this stuff. Five percent tip. <laughs> <laughs> we, but we, they, but they left me. Uh, she, the wife, uh, handed me a brochure and, and was like, I, "If you're into mission trips, you're more than welcome to come join me on my next one." I was like. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know you're not, not getting tip for that. But fuck you. So let's, <laughs> let's put ourselves in their shoes. They have this guy that's blown them away with his level of service. Yeah. And they're sitting there thinking, this guy's really good at serving. <laughs> he, he served at a restaurant. I wonder, now, now he needs to serve the Lord. <laughs> I wonder if he wants to come to Honduras with us and save the children and build a town. You Which know is I mean? great. You know, it's, I don't give a shit. You know, if you worship now, Satan, you do that now, kind of stuff. That's really cool. Now, here's what we're going to do to motivate him to come with us to another country. Yeah. A five percent. Now tip. I do. I, I do have a few things to say. Number you one. can't even tithe with that shit. <laughs> God's supposed to get ten percent. Okay, <laughs> you can't even tithe with that shit. 
What are you talking about? That's not even enough money for you to put in the offering plate at the end. Uh, of the we day. have a sales tax of six percent in Maryland. <laughs> Maryland got paid more than I did. <laughs> the state of Maryland got paid more than God I did. God damn it! So we, we have we have talked about this before. The verbal tip, where people instead uh, of leaving you money, which is why yeah, you're there, I agree with that. Decide that I'm gonna tell you you did a great that's, job. That's why they call the manager over. Which just for everybody, so first of all, just the verbal tip to the server, just for everybody who's listening, number one, all the bartenders and servers out there can relate to this, but if you are somebody that's ever done this, like just know that that server hates your guts. Like they, they never forget about that. And I think it's because they're acknowledging the fact that you've done a good job, but they're there for money, not compliments. And pay them the fucking money and give them the compliment. Now what I will say is it was kind of cool that they had your manager come over, and mm-hmm. they didn't just tell you that you did a good job. They were like, hey, you've got a great employee here. That which, is worth something. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. There is some value in that, because yeah. that then, when you do that in front of my manager, yeah. I have fucking leverage, baby. Exactly. Like, if I need off the next weekend, I'm like, dog, did you yeah. see that? Like, yeah. they fucking love me. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree. So I, I do think that was cool. It helped me start drinking at the bar again. Because <laughs> <laughs> they cut me off. They did help you. <laughs> <laughs> they cut you off. Okay, so have you ever seen, when you said this, this came came up in my mind, I've seen before these little notes, and it, it's folded up, and it looks like a folded in half dollar bill, right? Mm-hmm. Or a 20. I don't yeah, even think it's a exactly dollar bill. It's like a 20 or something. You used to do that to strippers. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, it's a five. It's a five. It's a five. It's a five. Exactly so it looks like a five dollar. I'm sure you can get this them so all terrible. with the denomination. But <laughs> this is yeah. so terrible. It yeah. looks like a folded five dollar bill. Yeah. So a server's like, oh, sweet, five bucks. You grab it, and you're like, this isn't a dollar. And you open it up, it's like, Jesus loves you. Oh, Come yeah. to church. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, oh, <laughs> fuck you, man. Like, how? That's how you're trying to get me into church by tricking me? And it even has some bullshit thing, and they're like, "Money isn't important." Like, fuck, fuck off. You be like the the person who made that yeah. is such. I bet they well, were the person. The we- made, let me tell you something. The person who made that never worked in this business. No, they were probably from the Westboro rent. Baptist Church. That, that's probably uh, the dude, motherfucker. Don't, don't even get me started on the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, we could do our own podcast just on shitting on that group. Well, Steve comes from Wichita. Where do you think he came from? No, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I swear to God. Why do you think I left Wichita? <laughs> damn Westboro Baptist. All right. Question number three. Worst drink orders. And these can be uh, drinks that somebody's ordered from you or made for you. Okay? Just terrible drinks that the okay. bartenders Or just like drinks that when somebody orders it, like you You're just like, immediately why? squint your eyes at them. Yeah. Like somebody ordered a Long Island iced tea at 9.30 in the morning. This morning. <laughs> that person has some issues. They had seven children at the table. I didn't oh, blame them. I don't blame them. I didn't blame yeah, her. There's the like a, a liquor for every child. <laughs> like, God damn. How many do you, of these do you want? Should I bring them all right now? Uh, I absolutely hate anything Blender. And oh. if Ben listens to this, he's going to laugh his ass off. Because <laughs> even now, I still deal with the fucking blender. You People don't blend their... Crypt Daddy? Yes, we you, do. So you we make yourself. milkshakes. Why? Then you, then you we ask make, for it. Why did you do that? We make cappuccinos. You invited Apparently, this demon into your life, cappuccinos. You oh, use you a blender. You blend the ice cappuccinos, too. Uh, <laughs> we, we make frappuccinos. I hate it. But people buy it. So. Well, there you go. That's, that's, the, that's the trade-off between being... Not only the server, but the yeah. owner, and you're like, yeah. "Oh shit, it actually does make money." So when I was... at the end of the day, Nick's staring at the bottom line, going, "Oh fuck, I gotta keep, I gotta keep this blender going." <laughs> so on the way up here um, uh, at the airport, Justin and I went and had a drink. We had a little bit of time before our flight took off, and uh, we were sitting at the bar, 
and I heard the the server come up to the to the girl sitting uh, who just sat down at the table, right. and uh, the server's like, "Well, what can I get to you?" And she was like, "Do you have anything blended?" And I was like, "Oh!" Like I turned around and immediately looked like, "Who is this fucking bitch?" <laughs> and like, like the, the the bartender really quick was like, "No, no, no, we don't have a blender here." She's like, "Okay," and then she was like. Well, what flavor margaritas do you have? And I was like, it was just perfect. This the like the people who want that kind of drink and everything. They like it's just this. It's a pain in the fucking ass from do, the get go. Do you man. know what it reminds me of? What do you guys remember? Those <laughs> such a weird reference. <laughs> do you guys remember who R.L. Stein is? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It? The Goosebumps. Goosebumps, right? Yeah. Do you remember the Goosebump pick your endings books where as you could read. Uh, you'd get to a page that was like I, select. I know the next... books like that. Right, yeah. it was like select the next step, and yeah. when you could select step one, it two, would or say three. Go to and, this page, and then you'd have a different ending, or the yeah. story yeah, would yeah. be different. That's essentially what they're doing. They're like, "Do you have a blend drink?" No. Okay. What flavor margaritas? <laughs> Who asks that? What flavor okay. margaritas? You don't have flavored margaritas? Okay. What kind of tequila do you have? <laughs> okay. So first of all, if you like a spe- like, in look, blended drinks are great, but it's just a pain in the ass to make them. You know, and that's that's really all there is to it. But if you like flavored margaritas, that's totally cool. That's that's a legitimate uh, margaritas are fucking great. But you should fucking know what flavor of margarita you like. And then you ask them, do you have this flavor margarita? Yeah. You don't just say, well, what flavor? I'm sorry. I, th- I know this is so stupid, but I was like sitting there yeah. and I was just like cringing and like just my 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 fingers were curling into fists as I was listening to this I order I mean, we're going place. major tangents here, but my most hated, uh, you know, we, we can talk about all different types of uh, pet peeves in this industry. My most hated menu, which is a really weird category my most hated menu anywhere in the restaurant business it will forever be cheesecake factory Mm. because you walk into the cheesecake factory and it's a ridiculous menu it's it's like and and it's all across the world 20 pages long (laughs) and it's every cuisine i'm like am i in a diner what in jersey what is happening right now and you can't make a decision it's like it's too much variety You know, and you don't know what they do well. At which, by the way, Cheesecake Factory is fucking nothing other than cheesecake. <laughs> all right, and apparently ties that tuck into people's uh, uh, belts. All right, that's the two things that they do well. Um, anyway, sorry. Gotta, <laughs> ties that tuck into people's belts. I've, I've never seen that. I've been to plenty. All their servers have to tuck oh, their ties they into that. their belts. Really? I never knew you that. Never seen that? They have to tuck it into. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the, did, did looking at the cheesecake, that, man. Did you know that everyone at Chick Fil A has to say it? was my pleasure, not yeah. thank you. My, my sister was an pleasure. assistant manager at the Chick-fil-A in Falston for a while, if you can believe okay. that. You know, they fuck also, Chick-fil-A, by the way. Yeah, you know, they <laughs> the hate chicken's g- good, but fuck that company. Yeah, fuck that place. They hate gays, and yeah. I, I'm not about it. No. Honest to God, Chick-fil-A, you can burn every goddamn one of them to the ground, and I wouldn't care. Zaxby's for life. <laughs> so intense. Zaxby's for life. By the way, I really hope my mom stopped listening, because we're going to set a record for a number of times I say fuck on this episode. I'm in a fuck. I'm in a foul mood. I'm in a weird... This has been a weird... This is going to be a weird one. This is going to be a weird one tonight. And I'm sorry, I didn't think Nick's episode was gonna go this way, but oh, it is. Come on, you should have expected it that with Nick. Okay, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even your fault. It's just the energy that you bring, buddy. All right, All right. worst. We're, we're about number, to have some fun here. Number four: yeah. we're, uh, ultimate mistakes and screw slip ups, flip ups. Mm. I can honestly say I've only spilled drinks once. But it was also very bad. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Give it to us. All right. So I was uh, I was bringing a full tray of drinks. Not even not even a small tray. Full tray for a table of twelve. 
I was asked by the sir. I, I poured them all, all the beers out, made all the drinks, whatever. Mm. Uh, this is at Nine Suit Tap House, by the way. Uh, uh, she asked me to bring all the drinks over, uh, and I start trying to. It's a, a tray made made for uh, the food, not drinks. So an old, oh, an a big old tray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to drop all these drinks off. Uh, and as I do it, I lose. It tips. Because you pick, you pick one off and it goes yeah, off balance. Goes. You were going all on one I side. Spilled, you were taking them all I off one. I spilled maybe yeah. nine drinks on this woman who <laughs> took it very well. Really? Her husband, not so much. <laughs> 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 oh man, that was bad. <laughs> All uh, right, and then I got reprimanded uh, from the general manager, Mike. Uh, why, why didn't you tell the server to comp their comp some of their tab? I didn't know it was my fucking job. Wait, I didn't <laughs> know it was my job server. to well, tell the server to comp some of the tab. Runner, right? yeah. Yeah. I also didn't know it was my job to serve drinks. Yeah, yeah. Name exactly. me one food runner you've ever worked with that has served drinks yeah. to well, the I was, table. No, I was, I no. Again, it is a second uh, second year uh, yeah. uh, uh, tap house. So I was also like making the drinks, running the drinks, sometimes making the food, yeah. bring the food out. Mm-hmm. So, Can we back up for a second? Because yeah. I have a couple questions about the couple. Oh, it was a table of of like twelve. Okay, but mm-hmm. but the two individuals you're talking about, the the lady you spilled on, yes. and then the gentleman who got upset, who I assume was her partner. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first question is, can I get an age range for them? Uh, uh, late forties. For the two of them. Mm-hmm. All right, late forties, still fairly young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of the things that the gentleman was saying that? Led you to believe that he was much more infuriated than she was. Uh, he immediately stood up. Stood up. <laughs> he stood up. Hey, oh my! Can I, I tell you something? Have you, you ever seen nine drinks fall on a single person? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, can I can I say something? Here? This might be out of line, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay, you stand up like that at my table. You might as well get out of your car during a police stop. All right? That's what you've done. I'm going to use force. (laughs) Sit your ass back down, Jimmy. (laughs) Okay. Um, Do me a favor because this is something that Mike and I have kind of gone away from a little bit on this show. But it's something that's one of my favorite parts of this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need you to describe (laughs) these people to me physically. Physically. Okay. Just kind of what they look like. And before you do, give me a name for each. So let's start with the lady. What do you think her name could have been? Her name was probably Mary. Mary, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and what did Mary look like? Mary, uh, very nice lady, but... <laughs> very nice lady. <laughs> she looked like a very nice lady. Uh, uh, probably just uh, a little over the other side of overweight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 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 black to kind of grayish hair. Okay, you know, late forties. Mm-hmm. Sad kids, you know. You get that, mm-hmm. right? Um, glasses. No, no glasses. No glasses. No glasses. Okay. Um, white t-shirt, uh, gray sweatpants. That's it. Middle, you know, mm-hmm. simple middle class mm-hmm. mom, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. All right, mm-hmm. tell me about what about what about her her guy? Uh, guy was. So What's I'm, his name? I'm six feet. So What's he was name? about six feet. He's probably Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> He's probably a Jeff. Yeah. If, if I ever met a Jeff, it was. It was a... <laughs> Jeff. Jeff is trying to suppress a drinking problem. 
Uh, uh, you know that uh, late forties uh, kind oh. of graying scruff. I've I've stopped uh, kid caring about shaving. That kind yeah. of look, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but gray, gray. Well, I mean, God, his wife is wearing sweatpants out in public. I mean, they've both given up to an extent here. Uh, uh, he he had a. Uh, uh, he stopped being sexually attracted to her five years ago. <laughs> Why do you think that's so funny? That's so sad, dude. He he had a polo, nice khakis, I think. So he's in khakis and a polo, mm-hmm. and his wife was in sweatpants. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Come on, baby, it's been six days. Right? We need to get you out of the house. We're in vacation. I don't know. <laughs> now wear whatever you want. I don't give a shit." I bet. Do you think? All right, can I ask you a question about Jeff? Do you think yes. Jeff is really competitive when he plays pickleball on the beach <laughs> in his khakis? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so how did that all play out, though? Uh, yeah, did any of like she, the bottles or glasses I mean, hit her? Did they break? Yeah, no, I, it was pint glasses. They broke. <laughs> yeah, they they broke. Nothing, nothing broke. Nothing broke. Thank Jesus, nothing wow. broke. Uh, I don't know. It just, uh, it just, they all just. Pour, it was just that perfect thing of they all hit her. <laughs> uh, it, it hit her and then hit the floor, so it had that cushion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the sweatpants cradled the fall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In a sense, a super nice woman. She didn't even, she wasn't even, she was, uh, like, kind of upset, but not, like, upset to where, uh, she wasn't about to fight me. The husband, yes. Okay. All right. And, uh, but how did it play out after that? So after continue? that, uh, the, the, so bringing back what the manager told me. Uh, they ended up paying full price for mm. everything. Wow. Well, you know, honestly, wow. at that point, that's yeah. that's Jeff's start? fault at that point. Because he could have very easily been like, hey, look, we had a great time, but my wife is soaking wet. She hasn't been soaking wet in years, trust me. <laughs> well, hold on. Jeff's not only the person blaming. Who was the, what is the name of the actual server from that table? Her name was Brittany. Did Brittany not know that the drink spilled on She them? saw it happen. What? And ran what? over with a thing to wipe the. So why didn't she comp shit? Uh, apparently, I'm. Uh, I'm a man. The I'm run. the man, and oh. I should tell women how to run. Oh. Them. Well, I don't know. Nick, that is not cool. Nick's out Listen, here. Nick's I'm out not. Here. I ain't. I. I. Nick's out here trying to be an enlightened individual, right? I, trying I'm trying to, to let people... women decide their own fates. That's right. What <laughs> a way to say that. Jesus that Christ. Weird... <laughs> no, but Nick's out here trying. You may, you may choose your fate. <laughs> okay. I am Nick the feminist. <laughs> I'm sorry. You sound like the guy from Dune. All right. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that's, um, you know, somewhere in the world, Jeff is divorced in his new apartment. <laughs> He's still really into pickleball. And he thinks about um, how... Same khakis. Yeah, he still plays up. He's like, I can't believe I had to pay full price for that meal. That I bet, time. He, <laughs> I, I bet he has to get mad in order to masturbate. He thinks about those times where you spill oh. drinks on his wife. He's yeah, just, he's yeah, just I, oh my God. He probably... No, Masturbates to stomping on my face. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, question number five: Health code oh, violations. Yeah, good transition there. Oh man, we're gonna come back to Dirty Tom. Yeah, let's do it. 
because he was the most notorious of all this stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, Tap House actually wasn't that bad. They were pretty standard on everything. Uh, I thought so. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that kind were... of like half open kitchen. Like mm-hmm. you could see up, yeah. the, you could see up those steps into mm-hmm. the corners of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There was nothing uh, inherently bad. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing about Irish car bombs, people. I mean, they, you know, they're going to get up in your esophagus. They're going to make you burp. So Tom, being the... They're going to make you BRP. <laughs> being, a, being a 20 to 21-year-old male, loved drawing dicks on everything. Yeah. Loved it. He still does. He's fucking, he just got married last night. He still loves drawing dicks on everything. Uh he drew we, one in the cake. I didn't, we, did you see we that? Almost, no, we did right, not. did, right in the frosting. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> we passed. We pa- The health inspector came in. I remember vividly. Vividly, she came in. Uh, and the, her only complaint was that there, there was just dicks drawn on all of <laughs> the sauces, especially the cocktails. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Could you please not draw dicks?" <laughs> We—that's how, we that how we label things. That's how we label things. Her only complaint. Her only complaint was wow. that. Wow. <laughs> he still drew dicks on everything. Can I? When when you for the for the people who are not in the restaurant business, because I think all of our industry uh, folks understand that when we're talking about sauces, we're talking about ramekins. Okay, that have lids well, on them. Yeah, so it was before it it was before they were portioned into the ramekins. So they're they're made by the chefs, uh, and then they are put into six pans, uh, which are like one sixth, one sixth. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. For lack of a better, they're way, put in pans. Think of a big, <laughs> think of a big like bowl or colander sure, that yeah. you might have in your kitchen. That's probably a liter, two liters. Yeah, right. Yeah, that kind of thing. And they're put in, and then you can you can portion them later on. Well, uh, they're made in these pans, uh, and then, or well, they're made in a bowl, and then put in these pans, and then stored for later usage when you want to put them in the ramekin, uh, and then you put cellophane over top of them, and then you draw your what you're supposed to what do. What you're supposed to draw <laughs> is you're supposed to put the date it was made, mm-hmm. uh, or and your the, initials. Yeah, and or if it's a sauce that looks mm-hmm. like another sauce, you need. Oh, and the name, the name of the sauce. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of times there was just dicks. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a question. If I go into uh, Crepe Daddy's walk-in, <laughs> am I, am I just going to see dicks everywhere? No. No. Not a Are you lying dick. to me right now? Unless the one in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> if you go into Crepe Daddy's walk-in, there's they actually have a daddy in there <laughs> at all hours of the day. That's it. That's our secret Lex, sauce. Lexa would have liked that. You know what's funny? Their biggest business expense is just that guy <laughs> to hang Dom in their walk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It goes like guy hanging Dom, their air conditioning, the blenders. <laughs> like, really, you're really doubling down on this, aren't you? I really am. I really am. All right. All right. Yeah. What so. It- Crazy and ratchet customers. I'm sorry. I just wanted to beat you to the punch of that Dude, one. It's halftime. Is it? I got to take a shit ski. I have oh, pain. my God. Really? Yeah, we're going to take a break. Hey, we'll be back here with question number six in just a moment. This episode of the Bartender Ramp Podcast is brought to you by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for AC electric, compressed air, and heavy-duty jump start. Our patented technology provides silent and emission-free power that recharges while you drive. With customers ranging from farmers and contractors to highway departments and military bases, the CIC Powerbox name has been put to the test for over a decade in the hardest working environments. 
Whether you're working remote or have limited access to a power source, CIC PowerBox will help you get the job done. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerBox.com to view our product line. CIC PowerBox. Wherever you go, go with power. All right, we're back. What a halftime it was. Without further ado. <laughs> are, you, are you making fun of me? Is this you making fun of me? No, I, I did want to bring something up. So on Paul Yashua's uh, episode, which was a great episode, great guest, I was obviously very butthurt through the whole episode that Steve didn't receive me with, you know, love and warmth. But we, we've moved past that. But we got into something on the on the episode about toilet paper. And I was kind of surprised because whenever I brought it up, well, you just went to the bathroom, so I was thinking about this. I took um, shit, yeah. <laughs> Whenever we brought it up, I was like, I already know, I was like very set that there is a right way. And, and Paul was like, well, no, he puts his on there, on his role on there incorrectly too. But he, oh. he wasn't aware of that. So I sent uh, Steve a picture the other day of the toilet paper patent. The actual patent That's paperwork correct, that yeah. explains the product and how it works. And there is a correct way to put toilet paper on the roll, which yeah. is the... Where, where the the, the, where the paper down. is the, the 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 paper is coming towards you from the top, not you're not pulling it underneath. That is the correct way. No, no. The, yes, the one you sent me actually has it coming from underneath. No, it doesn't. The original so toilet paper, the commercial, the first right commercial is coming from the back. No, so these are full of shit. I have the. I'll look it up right now. So listen, we can. Uh, is this uh, is this part of the pod, or are you just like you? Uh, I asked you to bring this back in from halftime, and you've gone on this diatribe about toilet paper. You want here. me to restart? No, I don't want you to restart. I listen. The, All right, what a halftime! We're, we're hashing this out right now. <laughs> the fact of the matter is this, okay? This is a weird episode. It's just gonna be a weird episode. Um, look, I don't have a preference either way. You know why? Because the fucking toilet paper comes off the roll and it wipes my ass either way. People, women that I have dated in my life have told me that it's supposed to come. I see that. I see what you're showing yeah, he me. He sees the proof. Yeah. I see what he's showing me, and we can we can post that. I, I just. Women have told me it's the opposite. Really? I don't really care either way. Well, I, it doesn't really matter. Next time you come to town, I'll set up my toilet paper just for you. There's just a right way to do it. There's a there's I a better care. way. I just don't care. <laughs> now, you want to have a standing and sitting wiper conversation? No, we I can don't. get into that. And then, then. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know why. We've already done that a few times. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah it's been, I'm I mean, a sitter. Not, yeah. And you know Emily's what's great? A, a you know what's great? I love you. I can't imagine walking in. Listen to me. Accidentally opening up a bathroom door and seeing somebody standing there wiping their ass. I've seen it. It's weird. Hey, boys. I've seen it. It's weird. I just did it. Yeah, well, you're a weird I'm a proud standard. You're a standard. Can I tell you something? As you look me in the eyes, I love you. I'm proud of you as a sitting wiper. I don't have any problems with that. You know what the problem is? I don't have a problem with you either. And that's that. You know what? That's rare because most sitting wipers judge standing wipers. Okay, <laughs> sitting wipers are the type of people that eat ranch. Okay? I just imagine, I, judge I just, blue cheese. When you eaters. when you tell me that you're a sitting or a standing wiper, I imagine that when you go to the urinal, you drop your pants all the way to the floor too. <laughs> <laughs> just hold your shirt up and just. <laughs> And I imagine that when you cut your meat, you you fist your your fork with one hand, and you have to not fist your knife with the other hand, like with no. What do you, what do you mean? Why does that mean? Like you 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 assume that I have no class? 
You assume that I have no couth just because I stand? See, this is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Sitting wipers judge standing wipers. Standing wipers are more enlightened, more educated, and more well-rounded human beings because we don't judge. We've come beyond that, okay? We just, this is how we know how to wipe, okay? 9-11 <laughs> was an inside job. Oh, <laughs> my that's God. actually the, that's actually. Oh, my God. That's. <laughs> That's, oh that's actually the shot that we're doing for the no. no that's actually the, that's actually the cocktail that we drank during halftime. It's yeah. called nine eleven. Yeah, inside yeah just the inside job. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. We're gonna have to erase this whole episode. <laughs> anyway, cut so, that. Cut that. Cut that. Cut so, that. so, question number six. <laughs> Ratchet and crazy all customers. Do, all I said was, Mike, why don't you bring us in from half five? This, this is all Steve's fault is what he's saying. This is what we got. You know what? This is what we got. Let's uh, let's get into question number six. Yeah, from let's, halftime, are we going to do Yeah, these? let's do another. Nobody wants to listen to this. Let's do, an, <laughs> yeah, let's do another car bomb. Come on. All right. I'm going to pour these out. Ask him the question while he's doing it. All right. So, question number six. Ratchet and crazy customers. So, obviously, uh, yeah. um, you know, bars invite a lot of people in. And some of those oh, people... Dude. <laughs> okay, you're a son of a bitch. I don't like leading in the questions. Bars invite a lot of people in. <laughs> they basically invite everybody. <laughs> you're an asshole, dude. Sorry. Oh my god, I don't have the gift of gab like you, you son of a bitch. Um, but we've also expanded this fucking question for uh, memorable customers. You know, customers that maybe don't. It, it's not a negative thing. It's they just, just left an They left an impression on you. Yes. So I think uh, Steve will will remember this story. Uh, so uh, the tap house kind of had a uh, interesting setup where uh, I don't even know if I can describe it uh, well enough for the audience. But uh, from the bar is a big dining room, uh, and then the server station, and the wall, and then a hallway for the bathroom uh, ho- uh it's hor- horizontal from the bar let's try to make this a little less confusing <laughs> i know i know i know you anyway just, anyway you just so, put me into so, a riddle into a labyrinth i'm sorry okay. well what we what we at the but bar the, what, but it, anybody right. would always say it's past the server station and to the right yes yes so so so, so to nick's point the the bar is a giant open forum, right? It's just mm-hmm. one big room. There aren't like multiple cutouts. It's one big room. Right when you walk in the bars, right to mm-hmm. your right, okay, mm-hmm. and then the room opens up, uh, uh, kind of in front of you from right to left, and way in the back is this server station. Just past that is a pool table, and then you will see the bathrooms. Yeah, so is that is mm-hmm. that an accurate description? Yes. I think. Okay, yeah. just to paint a little bit more color to the and uh, this uh, one drunk. Female, this one drunk female, uh, probably uh, around 21, 22, with her, uh, not her father, it was her daddy. <laughs> her great daddy. <laughs> uh, I think it was her stepfather because this story is about to go downhill. <laughs> uh, oh, she she didn't quite make it to the hallway of the bathroom and mistook the uh, service station for the bathroom. Okay. Wow. Immediately dropped her pants while for whatever I can't re- I can't even remember why I think we were just what, like closing up. What night of up. the week is this? Uh, I is this can't like remember. Like a prime time I just, night? Uh, no, no. There was 
I think they were like the only ones. It's a quieter, bar. which makes yeah, it so much worse. Yeah. So I'm and I'm pretty sure we were all sitting in the last booth, all just palling around. Yeah, yeah. I vaguely uh, remember this. All the all the employees just goofing off, and we see this girl not quite go to the bathroom, turn into the service station, and then drop her pants, and then immediately pee all over the floor. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you don't even, you can't even scream. You're yeah, almost no, like, it's, it's yeah. happening at that Sarah, point. Sarah, yeah. Sarah, if you remember, Sarah screamed out, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It's almost like watching an orphanage on fire. You want to look away, but you can't. Uh, <laughs> what the we... F- we clearly let her finish because we're not monsters. Just as you would when you would see an orphanage on fire. Yes. You know? What are you going to do? Are you a firefighter? Are you trained for this shit? Are there children you in there? The, you get the kids out first, yeah. but then you, all you can do is watch. If the kids that were at DOS today were in there. <laughs> let it Jesus. burn. <laughs> God damn, I'm sorry. I'd be out there with the... With, uh, with the uh, Kerosene. So, aside from Steve lighting chili, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This really is kind of so, so, she's pissing on the floor. Yes. And so, she finishes. Yeah. Uh, she does her business and whatnot. Uh, Sarah yells at her, like, what the fuck are you doing? All this stuff. And it's like, uh, they told me uh, it's uh, past the service station to the right. Well, you're in the service I station. Love, I love that she is coherent enough to, to be like, no, these are the instructions is- that I was given. And she like, knows that there is a service. Yeah, right? yeah, she yeah. knows that that exists. Mm. That is absurd. Mm. Like, uh, <laughs> to to the embarrassment of the stepfather, we have to clearly kick them out. Oh yeah. Uh, and you make she, her clean it up. Now, first? did she no, actually pull a Sarah. pants down? Yeah, she did. She did. Cleaned her, she cleaned to her ankles. Her pants? No, I'm just wondering. I mean, it wouldn't blow me away. Yeah. Clean yeah. to her ankles. We saw wow. everything. Wow. Uh, now, was this an attractive... No, no, I'm just kidding. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. What do you think her name was? <laughs> yeah, right. this... Ash- Ashley. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to all the Ashleys out there. No. Um, that's a She was one. blonde. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's about to get worse. Which so, you... oh, okay. It's going to get worse. So we kicked them out, and they instead of using the obscure entrance that we usually have, they decided to take the elevator down because we're connected to a uh, hotel. Uh, and the hotel has security guards, uh, and they happen to be African American. Uh, excuse me for how, what I'm about to say how, is they, she don't use the word. I'm not going <laughs> to use the word. No, 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 no. But she decided to continue to be ratchet uh, and call them the N word. They they had done nothing. They had come up and they tried weren't to, even part of the restaurant. Yeah. No, they they had gone down in uh, uh, the the patrons had left. They had gone down the elevator, had gone to into the hotel, the hotel lobby, lobby yeah. and were leaving. And for whatever reason, she thought it was appropriate to just start calling the security guards down there the n word. And we're watching from the balcony. This just train the, wreck happening the, in front of you. Yeah. The, uh, stepfather, just complete defeat. <laughs> complete defeat. Uh, I, is, he, he, is he hitting I her with a lot of, like, please, please? Yes, yes, please, can we just get out of here? Like, you're <laughs> embarrassing me. And I was just like, can we get out of here, please? Like, this oh is, God. it's not, I felt really bad for him. Uh, she's a piece of shit. Well, she's If the, you're hearing this right now, kill yourself. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Because you're an awful human being. Yeah. She's the peak of Ragged, for she, sure. She obviously has some deep-seated emotional yeah. issues. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that really sucks. I really feel bad for for the bouncers. 
that had, that, had, that had to deal Especially because they're not even involved no. in the restaurant. Yeah. It's not even like It's not even acceptable even if they were. They but the fact even, that they're like, this chick just comes in and just clarify. starts like slinging racial slurs yeah. at them. Let's clarify. They're not even bouncers. They're security for a hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's a totally different profession. Yeah. That, wow. You know, um, I, I have to say one of the things that we don't talk enough about on this pod is the unsung heroes of the bar business. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we have shouted out to our cooks and our barbacks, but one of the ones we haven't done enough for is our bouncers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an incredible, incredible security staff at DOS, and I've had some unbelievable security staff in the years that I've been in this business. I'm not a big guy. And I'll tell you what, these guys have got You me used at. to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We we got pictures. Steve is a such a smart and handsome young man. I'm trying to do a nice I thing. I know. He, he is. He is. But we've got some pictures of him when he was in his West Virginia days. I was fat. We're going to we're oh, gonna share High school pictures. days. I, I just They're saw them today. High school days. I just saw them today, and I just I couldn't get on my chest. So anyway, I'm sorry. You were saying something very meaningful and well thought out. I apologize. Thank you to all the bouncers out there for doing a thankless job. A job where you have to sit in monotony until shit pops off and then you have to to jump into action. Um, It it is an amazing thing that you guys do and we appreciate you. That's all I'm going to say. As we say that, why don't we take this next car bomb. Cheers. Cheers Cheers to all the bouncers in this world. To the bouncers. You put up with more than you have to. That's my last one. That's my last one. That's uh, probably going to set me over the edge, actually. That's my last one. All right, number seven. Speaking of bouncers, fights, arrests, yeah. and fires. Um, I kind of feel bad about this one. Oh, yeah? <laughs> After the last story. No, because it's a fire. The guy didn't really deserve to be fired, I think. No, 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 I no, 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 no. Hold on. We're talking about fights, arrests, and fires, like actual oh, fires. actual fires. We'll, right. we'll get to firing stories. Okay. We'll get to firing stories. Fights, arrests. So I actually... Uh, during my time, have never, while I was working, didn't never witness, luckily, a fight, arrest, or fire. Really? We caught on fire today. Really? No way. It was Steve with the kerosene, and they had to stop him. And he's like, I'm going to get these damn kids. It was crazy. It was crazy. I got one of them by the leg, and he started to go up. And then his mom threw a, a glass of apple juice on him. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, solving your problems, okay? Saving your life, woman. No, um, in all seriousness, we did, episode, we, did really, we did really actually catch on fire today. I walked into the kitchen to get my pancakes that were an hour and a half ticket time. And, um, and all of a sudden, as everybody who was on the kitchen line is looking into the actual like cook stations right like the the grill top and the fryers they're all facing one direction i look at the kitchen line that has all of our food in the hot window and i'm like oh that's weird that piece of wax paper is on fire oh my god multiple pieces of wax paper are on fire and i just start grabbing trays out of the window and they're on fire and i'm like smacking them with my hand so yeah we caught on fire for just a brief second today but yeah, fights, arrests, and fires. Even if you've never seen one in person in your bar experience, mm-hmm. have you ever seen one as a patron? Yeah, or do oh, you know yeah. any really good? Okay, go on. Yeah. Uh... Nick, while you're thinking of a fight, arrest, or fire story to tell, I'd like to share one about you and last night's groom that you might not remember. And I'm going to post a picture and a video about this. 
one of the best experiences of my life in the service business is getting a new service job and then having all my friends in my life, especially service friends, come and visit you at that job for mm. the first time. For example, tonight, Nick came to DOS and did kind of cheer me up a little bit, even though I was in a foul mood. But, you know, you guys all came Friday night when, Mike, you got in, in from out of town. And so it's always nice when your friends come and see you at Absolutely, the bar, yeah. right? Well, you know, I'm talking about... <laughs> I'm telling you, this Irish garbage. Look at you. I've talked a lot about. <laughs> I've talked a lot about Ocean Pride on this podcast, okay? And when I first started Ocean uh, at Ocean Pride, Nick and Dirty Tom used to come and visit me there every now and then. You know, they would come for trivia. They would come for nights where I was working. Well, one particular night, they came. It was super quiet. I want to say it was like maybe a Sunday night. I was bartending there, and I had a group of regulars. These three ladies. They would always come in and see me and another bartender named Glenn Gutrich. And on Sunday nights, we'd have a good old time. And all of a sudden, here's Dirty Tom and Nick joining the festivities. And it seems like, hey, it's just the six of us hanging out in this bar and we're having a nice time. And uh, Dirty Tom and Nick start to get pretty intoxicated. They're doing shots no. of Jameson and I'm feeding them drinks. And, and the next thing you know, um, one of the girls in our regular crew... Uh, who's a pretty feisty individual, um, says she wants to pick a fight. She actually comes up to me and she goes, I want to pick a fight with one of your friends. And I was like, that's a weird thing for somebody to say to me, but okay. That's kind of awesome, though, too. I'd love to see that. And so immediately, my stupid brain was, I work at a crab house. There's a hundred crab mallets in a box right behind me. And so I grab the crab mallet box and I turn it over and I dump it onto the bar and crab mallets start spilling out all over the place. And it was like, it was like hungry, hungry hippos. They're like picking up crab mallets as quickly as they can. And it becomes a crab mallet fight where they're throwing crab mallets. What at the each fuck? Other. They're hitting each other with crab mallets. And it actually rolls out into the parking lot <laughs> to where Dirty Tom and this girl are having a crab mallet fight in the parking lot. Where Dirty Tom is like got a crab mallet in each hand and he's like coming at her and like uh, and, and and they're throwing crab mallets back and forth at each other it, it was pretty intense as far and, and it all ended up in fun and revelry and everybody came back in we had a drink together but as far as like fun fights go yeah. that was one of the best like fun and lighthearted fights I've ever seen yeah. I bet Tom didn't even get her fucking number though no he didn't <laughs> and thank god he didn't <laughs> she's a train wreck <laughs> Did that spark any ideas? Or I love I love how Steve was like, uh, hold on. Guy, he, he was like, he's like, you know, guys, we need to be conscious of the time. Give me ten minutes to tell the story really quick. He didn't have a story. <laughs> I, 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 I do, I, I do kind of have one. All right, we'll get into it then. <clears throat> All right, so uh, uh, there was it was one day came to work. Uh, Where are you? What Ninth Street Tap House? Okay, Ninth Street Tap House, uh, and it was you, Steve. And uh, you had previously worked me up to hit on this girl, Anna. Her name was Anna, right? With the dark the, hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, ah, uh, man. And, like, I wasn't interested before, but when you talked me up, I was like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. I'll, like, I'll go ask her out, whatever. Well, and she worked, she worked with us, a coworker. And everything. Well, we had a party later on that night. I really hate this. I know. I know. You're going to hate this. You're going to fucking hate this. You're going to 
fucking hate this. I just I knew you're gonna hate this. This is the only one I could fucking think of. Uh, oh boy. Uh, so she came over to our party uh, that evening, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure I dropped the ball. It was bad. It was my fault. I most. It was my fault. <laughs> uh, and then you ended up poking up with her. <laughs> Why has it got to be right from point A? That's not exactly. And I, because I didn't hook up with her that pissed, night. I didn't hook up No, no, but I was pissed at you. I yes, you were pissed, you were pissed, at, pissed you. at me. I was pissed at you. And the <laughs> next day, you decided to rub you. My face on it. So just so I understand, you were telling Nick, you're like, you need to hit on this chick. You, yes. you guys would be good together. She's into <laughs> yes. it. Then she comes over to the party, and then Steve fucks her. Is yeah. what happens. <laughs> you gotta listen. To, you gotta listen to the episode before this because Lexi, the other guest or the other host of the of Tits and Tito's, literally when he met her, it, it's his friend's oh, girlfriend. Right? <laughs> he walks up, walks. Up, he's like, hey, he's like, oh yeah, Christina, how you doing? And he walks away. And she's like, what the fuck? I'm not Christina. What the? Fuck? And her boyfriend's like, yeah, my ex girlfriend was Christina. I don't I don't know why Steve doesn't remember remember her cuz he definitely fucked her after we broke up. So anyway, anyway, the point is I did encourage Nick I don't really know what happened. Mm-hmm. Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> I was very upset with Steve. Honestly, I do feel really bad about this later on. But uh, I, got, I was super uh, mad at Steve. Uh, and I, it was one of the only times that I was uh, off before them. I used to work uh, doubles almost every day. Uh, and uh, I went home and I got drunk. Not very, I mean, it was typical. It was typical. Uh, and ended up peeing in Steve's laundry. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I was mad. Because <laughs> I was so fucking mad. Uh, and then... That's why you peed in my laundry. And I... And then... No, no, uh, wait, wait, wait. Yes. That's why you peed in yes. my laundry? Yeah. I never knew all this time it was yeah. because of that stupid... Well, thing. I... I <laughs> you didn't know for a long time because... <laughs> let me continue the story. I... Uh, uh, it, five days later, I had completely forgot I even did it. <laughs> I completely forgot I even did it. And, well, another thing is, we used to we used to live when we lived in Ocean City. We used to live a block away from where we worked, so we would just walk to work. Mm-hmm. We didn't drive. Uh, oh come on! <laughs> also, you're you're very you're breathing very heavily. That was Mike. You just sit there like. So maybe we'll we'll see if it picks it up. I can hear it from here. But the so bur- the breathing in those burps were Mike. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, so Steve and I, happen. Steve and I are walking together, uh, <laughs> and he's and he's talking. He and he's saying. Uh, you know, I was doing my laundry last night, and uh, and I <laughs> I had these yellow stains. <laughs> yes, you did. 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 Dude, I dude, you were like, I had these yellow stains in my I'm laundry. I'm you right now. You said you had these yellow stains in your laundry, and you went, and you were like, Yep, that was pee. <laughs> He's got a face full of dicks, man. His dry is stale. No, no, wait, 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 w
<laughs> Wait, it gets better. It gets better because he's still talking to me. And he's like, yeah, I had yellow stains. And I went, hey. And then I was like, yeah, it was piss. And I said, I must have pissed on my own laundry. So I, I went for six he months. I never told Steven that, that yeah. he pissed and he pissed his own laundry. It was me and he had terminated himself immediately. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. I, I had completely forgot so. about it until he said, yeah, it was piss. And then it hit me. <laughs> it was fucking me. Just standing there pissing in a basket of laundry. <laughs> disgusting. Hey, guess what? I'm so sorry. Guess what? I'm so sorry. Guess what? <laughs> I'm glad I fucked her. <laughs> Fair oh, enough. It's okay. All right, so it I don't really okay. know how that fits in a fights or wrestling oh, fires, man. but let's move on to sex stories. Yay! 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 The sexy Lexi. <laughs> uh, uh, one in particular. Uh, my, weirder, my weirdest one. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh... Because I had feed, I've been feeding this girl drinks. I've been flirting her with her all night. Uh, nothing I said really mattered, except the moment that she, that for whatever reason we exchanged information about birthdays. Uh, I don't remember why this came up, but birthdays came up. Is she like into astrology? Is that was that? I don't know. No, 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 no. So, so I told her. So my birthday is nine twenty September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, and then she goes, "My father's birthday is nine twenty four. Then also we fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So she oh. fucked me because. Her father shared the same birthday as so, me. So, <laughs> so since, since, right. since uh, obvious daddy issues. Yeah. Since Nick, since this is Nick on the pod tonight, mm-hmm. and we've been talking a lot about Tap House, mm-hmm. I have to share the story that I've never actually shared on this pod, which was Nick. Do you remember the end of the summer of our first year? Oh, I do. I know had, what you're about to say. Yes. Go for it. We I had love a, this. Go for it. Uh, about a week before our summer ended, uh, the first year that we worked down at the beach. Um, we had a brand new server join our crew and she was gonna, she was obviously, you know, when you're joining at the end of the summer in a, in a beach area, it's because you live there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're a local that's looking for work past the summer months. Right. And so she was coming from like another bar. She was probably like 30, 35, you know, something like that. Like, um, Definitely at least, you know, at the at the minimum late 20s, right? And her name was... And I remember she came in and immediately we were like, she's cute. Like, she's... She's cute. She's cute. <laughs> she's cute. I don't know. I just said it like that, but she's cute. <laughs> she's cute. Sorry. We were all like, damn, she's out. But so for whatever reason, the day she starts happens to be like my last shift of the summer. And they tell me, Chuck actually tells me, hey, you got to train this girl today. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So, you know, she's following me around on the tables, and she knows what she's doing. She's She's been a server. It's not like, I'm not, like, really training her. I'm really just, like, I'm showing her the ins and outs of the tap house. Yeah, exactly. Right. The, the, the niche stuff. You know, it's like if you've ever seen the movie Waiting, which, you know, anybody listens to this podcast, yeah. if you haven't seen if it, you, yeah, if you turn haven't this seen off. It, uh, yeah. 
turn this off, pause this, go watch Waiting, and then come back. And then, no, actually, and then watch the sequel to Waiting, which isn't as good, but it's still fucking hilarious. <laughs> waiting 2. Yeah. yeah. And so, then, no, st- I think it's called Still Waiting. Right, and then when yeah. you're done with that, watch the Slammin' Salmon. Slammin' yeah, Salmon. Slammin I was about to say that, yes. An incredibly underrated restaurant. Bro- bro- broken movie. Lizard, right? The guys who broken did, uh, Lizard. Uh, the same guys who uh, did Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Super Troopers, yeah. Troopers and Beer Fest, and yes, so many other yeah, ones. Yeah, but, but yeah, Slammin' Salmon's incredible. Slammin' Salmon is incredible, but... um. So you know it's 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 my it's my very last shift of the summer, and I'm training this girl. And as they say in uh, waiting, you know, uh, Ryan Reynolds says, you know, working in a restaurant is the same. It's really learning the ins and outs of that particular restaurant, and blah 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 blah. And then he pulls his shirt up. And so <laughs> I'm train I'm I'm training this girl in the sense that she's like following me around, and you know, I'm some spastic twenty one year old at the time, and um, all of a sudden. We find ourselves in a lull where there are no tables and it's like the middle of the day shift and we're sitting in a booth and I'm talking to her and I look down and she's got tattooed down her leg the name Steven with a PH and I go, mm. I was like, oh, that's an interesting tattoo. <laughs> like, my name is Steven and she goes, oh, that's my son's name. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> and and uh, and I didn't think anything of it until um, she was calling you daddy. <laughs> until about four hours later, when I was off my shift and her and I were hooking up in the bathroom. So, uh, you know, when when Nick talks about um, gross, you when get nasty, dude. <laughs> they didn't just hook up in the bathroom. She went to the he hey, went, yeah, yeah, hey, he went on. to the house, met the kid. And- no, I didn't meet the kid. I didn't meet- <laughs> He looked just like me. <laughs> did he really go meet the kid, though? I did not meet the kid. He did meet the kid, but he was at the house. I maybe went to the house. <laughs> God damn it. That poor child. And then Nick and I, and you know, it's funny. What, what people don't understand is when I really say this is my last day, this is literally my last day. Oh, fuck. I forgot about it. I, I left her bed at 6 in the morning. Nick and I got in a van and we left <laughs> Virgin City. And my, my grandparents were very upset <laughs> Wait, what? because we were late. <laughs> I had to go back out to Missouri for we college. We never looked back, man. <laughs> Oh, well, I you was. Told her it was your last day. I mean, uh, I was. I was with. I was with this girl. Her actual name was Aurora, but she was known as Ahora. Oh, my oh God! God. <laughs> this is. Oh man! <laughs> 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 Can we stop. There's no reason to finish. Now let's. Do it. Uh, There's always a reason. To question number. <laughs> I. You know, I'm gonna take a, a little. You read it out. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna divert from it because I wanna. I wanna. Question mention, number nine: Bar hazing pranks and games. I wanna. I wanna mention somebody. Uh, this isn't. It was. It's. It wasn't really hazing pranks or anything, but it was somebody that um, I deeply respect. Uh, helped me get through those hard times. Uh, she was our dishwasher on the weekends. Her name was Santa. Yeah. <laughs> And, and this is Santa on the this is it, uh, a lot of people might get offended by this, but I was, uh, I I do know a little bit of Spanish from my time in in school, and I would uh, to keep her spirits up. I would <laughs> every time. I would, oh man! Every time I would come into the uh, food prep area and the dishwashing area, I would shout colors at her. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Negro. In Spanish. In Spanish. Yeah, I would. I would. I know some of your words. <laughs> nice. She she loved it. She would just laugh at me. Uh, that's uh, great. Yeah, she, yeah, she called me guapo. That's <laughs> <laughs> but that's handsome, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, guapo. Uh, oh man. She was the <laughs> She was the highlight of working on the weekend. Honestly, she she was the dishwasher. Uh, even though we there was a language barrier, and I did know uh, somewhat of Spanish, it was she she was my rock on on on. Well, and I you know it's funny because you you brought that. It was like so many people might get offended by this, and obviously from all the shit we've talked about, people probably don't have any idea. Of if you've made it this far, thank you very and much. And you haven't been offended yet. <laughs> My God! And if you've made it this far and you were offended, and you're still listening. Thank you. You you but rock. You rock. If if you're a white woman, you're offended. <laughs> yeah. oh, now it's God, now you over the, the top. You son of a bitch. Yeah, anything you want to say about the Holocaust? <laughs> yeah. All right, thank I'm you. I'm not Oprah. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, what I wanted to say, though, that is part. because I... Just I, delete that part. No, I understand what you're saying about... Never. I understand what you're saying about how people would be offended by that, but I think... She, you were, she you, took it very well. Well, because you, you, your intention was good, and you weren't... You, you were basically saying, look, I don't know your language, but I recognize you, and here are some colors <laughs> that, that I know, which yeah, I, I know. I used to... So, I was used... I used to be the only person that would be able to talk to her all shift. And she was alone, mm-hmm. and I felt bad. So I, so to just kind of liven spirits, I just would shout colors at her. Yeah, because I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I, I just was, I wasn't there all the time because mm-hmm. I had to be up yeah. front. A can lot. we, can we do another quick tangent? Because I, I, I want to say two quick things. One, kitchen Spanish is a real thing, mm-hmm. and and but what I mean by kitchen Spanish is I've worked in enough kitchens to know how to communicate with Spanish-speaking people with total regard to the menu, mm-hmm. right? Like, I couldn't I couldn't communicate with them in Spanish, but I can say dos grande aguas and papa fritas and yeah. por favor. And, and the things that I need to say to get my orders out of that kitchen and for, for them to understand how I'm communicating my orders, right? Mm-hmm. And the second part of it is this. There have been friends in my life, people that I will legitimately call friends that I work with two, three, four days a week that we do not speak the same language. I cannot understand what they're saying. They cannot understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they do better, pick than, up better than I do. But it's – no, no. Honest to God, it's a mashup of bad it's – spa, it's Spanglish, facial expressions – you know, um, uh, ver- nonverbal cues yeah. that are building this relationship. There are two um, dishwashers at DOS right now that do not speak, that, that really do not speak English. They understand English. Mm-hmm. They know English incredibly. They don't really speak it uh, uh, fluently. Now, and, and they are fluent Spanish speakers, obviously. Mm-hmm. I do not speak Spanish fluently. And yet, I love them. Mm. I love both of them. And we have like... I was like, and yet, though. (laughs) No, no, I I, I really mean this. I know, you're fine. You're good. Kevin and Miguel, we have a legit camaraderie, the three of us. When I come in, one of the first things I do, you know, as I come right into the kitchen, I will hug them both, and I will be like, hello, boys, and we'll 
I, I know it sounds crazy. We'll do like a little dance together, <laughs> like we do like a before yeah, our show. Well, and that's the the colors thing. It's amazing. It, it, like I understand. It was just like, something that we did together. It is, and it's yeah. um like um. I actually usually try to just pick up the dirtiest things I can say in Spanish yeah. for the kitchen. And yeah, I remember sure. one of my one of the uh, Spanish speaking people. Who was the guy that was they called the octopus? The guy that used to make like forty omelets at a time. What was his name? Octopus? And Nautilus. At the Nautilus. Was he was he kind of the sous chef? Yes. I so I remember him. I'm, his I'm name thinking, is I can't remember his time. name, but I remember I was like I, call... I learned some dirty things yes. to say, and I was like <laughs> I was like chinga tu madre, and he was like he was like Michael no. <laughs> but, but like no, I was just fucking around with like just He's the one that taught me puto and he taught yes. me he taught me which is I think a Greek slang malaka. Yeah, malaka. He taught me that off, right? with with, with the, under the yeah. under yeah, he goes malaka, which yeah. is a, but I I you know, I don't know if that's but Spanish. I, but I, I no, it's Greek, right? But I think it's a little show of respect like when I um at Bluestone when there were um Spanish workers like when I would pass them, I'd say permiso. I don't know any Spanish, mm-hmm. but I, it's really nice just to be like I don't like I know we can't mm-hmm. really communicate, but you're just showing that little bit of respect, somewhat and, and, level and, of respect, exactly, yes. and, and acknowledging them and acknowledging yeah. that we're different. We don't completely under, we can't communicate mm-hmm. completely, but I'm just gonna shout colors at you because hey, it's it's Friday night and you're doing a great job and Azul and you know it <laughs> also it also leans. It, 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 I do is, I do know a little bit of Spanish, mm-hmm. and so I was able. I know you do. I was so. They they were out front. They 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 know Spanish too, and uh, it was uh, Steve and Tom were were front of the house mostly. I was kind of if I wasn't behind the bar, was running food everywhere, uh, so I was mostly in the back, uh, handing off plates, picking up food, and it was, uh, so I do I do know I I mean I took eight years of Spanish in elementary, I took two of it. Two, you were two in more. elementary school for a long yeah, time, yeah. buddy. <laughs> no, well, uh, first to eighth grade. Oh, is that what? Okay, my, yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, you maybe, I, maybe, I, <laughs> maybe I said it wrong. Uh, first to eighth grade, I took Spanish. And then uh, we had to learn Latin in high school uh, yeah. for two years. And then That's two really years after that, <laughs> true. But uh, uh, two more years of Spanish. So you have a little that. bit of Spanish. Yeah, so then it was... Uh, uh, so I, I communicated with her. I was able to, you know, it was it, it, it was just a couple instances where I would just shout colors at her. Yeah. She enjoyed it. You know the uh, other thing? She it, wasn't offended or anything. No, no was, absolutely it was, not. It was recognizing that person. You know the mm-hmm. other thing that this brings up, though? Like, it, that has nothing to do with the language barrier, right? Or even a racial... I wasn't doing it on purpose. 100%. To, to offend her or anything. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was right? just trying to connect with her on yeah. a different level. And, and I know that you were, and this is, this is what I'm about to kind of touch on what I think people who don't work in the restaurant business don't understand is that when you work at a restaurant your conversations with your co-workers are um, what the only word to describe them is staccato okay and if you don't play music staccato is a touch point of a note that drops and then there are huge pauses between these brief <clears throat> And crisp uh, sets of that same note. And so what I mean by staccato conversation is that you could be mid-sentence with somebody and then you realize, oh my god, I have a table. And you stop that sentence and you run to the table and you serve that table and then you run back and then you pick up that sentence right where you were with that person all over again. And, and the thing about the restaurant business is it starts to disjoint conversations to the point where you will have whole portions of your night where you just run by somebody. Like, 
there's a guy in our, our kitchen um, named Frank, and every time I see him, all I say is, Frank! Right? You yeah. know, I just yell Frank. It's rapport. Just like, it's just rapport. like Nick is yelling colors. Mm-hmm. And even though that doesn't necessarily feel like you're really um, making an impact, it means something in that moment because yeah. it's like, it's, it's a weird acknowledgement of like, we're in the trenches and we're crazy and you're working hard and I'm working hard mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Frank! Yeah. Frank! And then I move on, right? You know, and it, it, it's um, it, it's part of like the restaurant service industry lingo to where it's not even just like the way you say things, it's the context of how tight you end up saying things and how limited your uh, mm-hmm. speech has to be because you have to understand that you, there's this bigger obligation yeah, out there. For everybody, and yeah. so like when you're talking about yelling colors, yeah, I think some people hear that and they're like, that seems ignorant. But the truth is that dishwasher, that's her only interaction. I, I mean, I'm talking seriously. I'm talking mm-hmm. very seriously. That might be her mm-hmm. only interaction for a couple hours when we're in our busy rush. Mm-hmm. And that might just... Put a smile on her face. Exactly. Make her yeah. laugh. That's really what it's about. And I know that sounds so rudimentary, but it, that's the truth. That's the honest part of this business. Yeah. It really Absolutely. is. And so, damn, what what a what a fucking category, gentlemen. It's yeah. not like we've done three Irish car bombs or anything. I love how we Latest started this four. off so politically incorrect, and we just continued to go. With it. It's been awesome. <laughs> well, you're gonna edit that out. <laughs> no, not. <laughs> bring us up. Bring us so, up. So, bring us up. You. We already know that you've got a story queued up for this. Mm-hmm. Question number ten: Firing and quitting, firing okay. and quitting stories, or what Steve and I so affectionately love to refer to as getting eighty six. <laughs> so, I I have to ask: Would you rather hear us getting fired from the tap house, or do you? Would you rather me talk about quitting the accounting world? I so so I no. know the story of you getting quit uh, getting um whoa. I acquitted. Know this... I got acquitted. <laughs> no. I, I want both. I want both. Is I, what I'm I, think it's, I think it's important to say too that what we talked about at the top of the episode about if we get drunk in an episode, you can do we can give us these punishments. That starts after this. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and I have never agreed on anything until right now. Right now. No. Um. Nick, look. Start with actually getting fired from the tap house because I don't okay. actually think I know this story. Okay. So. Uh. It, it, it was a, actually a couple of weeks prior to getting fired. It, this is where it all began. Uh, the wait, wait. Steve, if you like cocks your mouth, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go on with your story. Thank <laughs> okay, cool. Go on. Go okay. On. Uh, this is where it all began. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's too late. I love cocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry, man. I was peeing. So, uh, it was it was probably uh, mid-August. Uh, it was his last girl's day uh, working, uh, last uh, server there. She... Uh, she was friends with the daughter who related. Wow, it all comes hold back. On, hold on, hold, hold on, on. on. I know I'm gonna butcher Let's this make shit. This clear. Hold on, hold on. All right. So it's coming back to the family thing. It's all family related. Right. So right. It's, it's, the a, it's a clusterfuck the, of family. The, it's the daughter's friends with 
the girl who was a server. Right. It's it's a clusterfuck. Dating the the cook, all that shit. Uh, whose friend has a dog, whose dog sure, is owned yeah, by the, yeah, sucks the sister. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. So, so what, what happens ha- is uh, they end up, while I'm trying to close the tap house, uh, this one particular night, they, uh, they're, we're trying to close the tap house, and they decide it's her last night, we're going to throw a fucking party till 3 a.m. And they're going to keep music loud and everything. What? Well, Next day, uh, doesn't matter who's on the. They gotta pick up from the, the party on the cameras or, uh, at the night. Everybody there gets punished. Whoa! Yeah, from the even, party the night yeah, before, yeah. even though it's like even though I it's just shows, part of the it family. shows me, it shows me picking up everything, trying to close everything down. Uh, I did partake. I mean, come on, why wouldn't I? But uh you're legal drinking age this yeah. point. Yeah. Right. And uh uh what happened was that everyone above the bar cuz it's a hotel, they had to comp the rooms because it was loud. They continued to do loud music. Um and it was very unfortunate because Ben was also there. So they uh basically what happened at the end of it uh the next day we were told uh everyone unless they show improvement, uh, is not allowed to drink for the next two weeks at the bar, at 9th Street Tap House. Which, uh, I, it was just so great for me. It would, that, uh, tr- because I got drinks. So, this is the other thing. Wow, we need to rate this. In. Hold on, man. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You've been spewing out word salad for the last 30 seconds, and I, and I love you, but I need, to, I need to rein you in for a second. All right, so look. Let's put I'll just par- tell the story. Hold on, hold on. I'll let's, just tell the story. Let's just put some parameters the on the story. Okay. So, there was a party. It was a girl's okay. last night. All right? She was involved somewhat with the family. The okay, so we all got in trouble. Uh, Everybody got in trouble. It comes down to this, like, the, the next day where they say they impose a sanction. Nobody can drink for the next two weeks at the bar. Right. And, and The next day after that, everyone's allowed to drink except for me and Ben. Now, why is that? Family. Mm. Family, because most of the people involved were family, and then the people that weren't involved already left. They're gone. They already quit. They're done for the summer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They went to college, whatever, wherever they're. So just you and Ben get singled out. Yes. Even uh, though you guys were kind of like cleaning up the. That seems like such a stupid thing to do too. Just like I don't mm-hmm. care if you're playing favorites. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, just, yeah. You're that, creating no, a problem. So, you didn't so work we thought. Place. That's why we thought. Like we, we were like Ben and I were like, oh well, not Ben. I was like, dude. Let's, uh, we know, uh, who, uh, who was the general manager when we started? It, it was, uh, it's not important. No, no, it is. It is because he, not ended, to the story. It is because he ended up being the general manager of all the tap houses in, in, in Ari. No, no. Under him. I don't know. man. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, just get to the point. We're, anyway. we're, getting, up, we're getting off the... I'm trying. You're running out of steam. Look at Steve's old face. Look at it. Look at I'm trying. I'm trying. I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. So what Ben and I end up... And I convinced Ben to do this because we're getting shafted at the other place. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, I, and I go, let's go to this guy 
He was the original manager, uh, general manager at Ninth Street Tap House. Then we now, talk some sense in him. Yeah, now he is the general manager of all the tap houses in in Ocean City. Uh, maybe he'll help us out. Uh, unbeknownst to us, uh, he is his sister is the one married to the general manager at our at your at location, Ninth Street Tap House. Ah, uh, so. The guy, the general manager at Nicer Tap House, ends up firing us. After no, like he, you went he to fa- the, you went above his head. We he went above up, his head, and he, ends he up fired firing us. You. Everything, and uh, they didn't last too much longer at Nicer Nicer House either. But tell us about when you, how did you find out that you got fired? How did they actually tell you? Because in the restaurant business, usually they'll, you know, they'll text you, they'll call you. It's some bullshit where they never tell it to mm-hmm. your face. It was, it was our. It, he told us to our face. We, he, it was our, our shift, and we were. Did he have to, you work the whole we shift were, first? No, 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 no. We were about to okay. walk in. He met us in the parking lot, while we were walking there. Really? We also, we. I mean, I gotta again, say we that's were, the most stand-up yeah. firing I've ever heard mm-hmm. in this business. Frankly, mm-hmm. meeting you in the parking mm-hmm. lot is a hell. So but what did he say? Again, to you? we were his best fucking work. So what did he say to you? Uh, he said, uh, "We we know about you going over our heads, and it was inappropriate, and uh, we're gonna have to let you go." Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Wow, okay." Uh, we, I guess, we understand this point because conditions were not good. So let me see if I get this uh, equation right. Okay, um, since that moment, mm-hmm. this business has closed two of three locations, and they at, opened a, another one. Yeah, but they've closed. But they sent, they, at the time, they had three locations, mm-hmm. right? Close two or three locations, and they've cut probably at least 50% of their staff. And since then, you and Ben have opened a successful business or now in your second year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the the the, the truth of this story is nepotism um, can kill your business. Or just even favoritism in general. Favoritism yeah. can kill your business yeah. if, you're not, if you're not too conscious about it. Don't uh, hire your family, is yeah. what I have to say. Don't hire family. If you think you're doing somebody a favor by hiring a, a, a significant other or a family member, don't. <laughs> well, it bravo. will bite you in the ass. Yeah. Well, bravo, Nick. You've made it through the gauntlet. What an incredible work you did. We got a little derailed. Oh, my God. This has been a, a ridiculous episode. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm drunk. <laughs> Are you? I'm not. I'm drunk. I didn't I'm notice. Not I am not you. drunk. I didn't I notice. Super califragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> motherfucker. He right? says that because he thinks that that proves that he is not drunk, but he's just learned to say just that phrase when he's drunk. Say your ABCs beginning. You want me to say them backwards? Yes. Z Y X W V U T S R G. He also memorized that shit too. L T J I G F E D C B A. Motherfucker! I hate him. <laughs> I want to rip his beard hair out. All right, Nick. Uh, we call this section "How's Our Driving." This is our uh, section where we kind of clean it up. Okay. And we want some recommendations from you. These are recommendations on food, drink, beverage, restaurants, anything that we've missed on the pod. Anything yeah, anything we, you might want to get off your chest. I I, I apologize for running off the rails. No, 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 no. Or, or, or if you have a bartender that you'd like to recommend. For well, the show. yeah, that's mm. actually something. All right, I you know. It's somebody you also worked hand in hand with that... out at uh, uh, Coladas. Uh, if anybody listening I know. I is gonna is 
uh, is out down in Canton, uh, hit up uh, the Iceman. Uh, he's he is a uh, crowd favorite. Uh, my favorite always remembers me. Um, the best, the best. I I met him before he even got started at Coladas. Uh, yeah, I will say this: if you're from Baltimore and you don't know who the Iceman is, then uh, no, I'm being dead serious. No, I just keep thinking there. There's a famous hitman called the Iceman, yeah. Yeah, Richard yeah. Kuklinski. Yes, yes, and he's called the Iceman. Yeah, and that's why this guy's called the Iceman. Because he's got the same stare. <laughs> um, no, uh, in all seriousness, this, the the reason this guy's called the Iceman is because he's always cool behind the bar. And um, I worked with him for a while. Nick and I have known him for a while. He is uh, outstanding. He's one of those people that just has uh, this uh, vibrato, you know, behind the bar. He has this like it, it's it's physically how he does it with such calm. The making of the drinks, the turning. He also works in a very classic old school bar. It's tight quarters, and he just seems to do it with ease, you know, like maneuver around that area. And he always seems um, poised for the moment. You know, if you come in there in a good mood, bad mood, anything in between, he always seems to have the right phrase or the thing to say to you. And that's why he's the Iceman. So and he gets a lot of bitches. Yeah. Not <laughs> true. Not true. But, um,. Plows yeah, no. <laughs> so, so in all, so the, so the, I, I will say this: the invitation has been extended. The invitation has been extended, but I have a feeling he might be a, a little too cool for school for us. Oh come on! I don't want to hear that shit. He's he, he, he was on. How tall is he? Shorter than you. Yeah, I can push him down then. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that, that would be awesome to have. He a was on a billboard on. next to the the guy that. Works. I remember. I remember. But, but the uh, guy that what? Nobody can it, see what you just did. Uh, it's uh, he's it, right next to the Natty Bo fact. Uh, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. So like he's big time. He used he used to be he used to be. He's not there anymore. But okay. he used to be on the billboard Very right cool. next to the Natty Bo. For the bar that he works at Very as cool. an advertiser. Well, who knows? Maybe he'll be on the show sometime. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But um, I'll push uh, for it. He's, <laughs> no, that's he's that, got to have some stories. Any other recommendations for us other than uh, obviously Crepe Daddy, Eleventh Street, Ocean City Boardwalk? Uh, I would. Uh, I would love to see Chuck on this. Yeah, let's get Chuck. Chuck. This, uh, this is, I know this is running. I know this is running a, a lot over, but uh, let's play Chuck. Game. Chuck would be uh, probably a four-hour episode let's because he has game. plenty of episodes. Let's play a different game. Plenty episodes. What's your? <laughs> give us. Give us your My favorite three. Flooded. Give it your. Give us your favorite three places to drink in Ocean City. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'd have to go with uh, uh, Cork Bar. Give him the street. Uh, Cork Bar, I'm I'm not exactly sure. 37th? No, no, no. It's like Dorchester. Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I have to go Purple Moose. Pat Purple Moose has to be way up there. Uh, and Where's Purple Moose? Uh, Purple Moose... I have to look it up. I don't even know. I just listen. I just walk What's the boardwalk. What's next to? I I have to walk the board. It, when I walk the boardwalk, these are the Purple places I stop. Off the boardwalk. Yeah. Which side? Yeah. side so of? so when I typically go out drinking. No, uh, come on. Let's just like, let's just. I have to look it up. I don't know. <laughs> it's all right. I I literally just walk to these places. I just know they're on the boardwalk, and I just walk into them. All right. So we, purple, have, we have Google machines. Purple Purple I mean, Moose Cork Bar. Where else? <laughs> Give us a third. Don't even worry about it. Give us a third. 
I didn't mean to go. I didn't mean to derail us. My Nick, Nick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Purple Moose is between Caroline Street and Talbot Street. Okay. Uh, and then. Did you hear uh, that, JT? <laughs> and then, uh, last one is Hammerheads. They've treated me well. Yes, of course. Always treated me well. That's and they spot. have a 72 ounce rum punch bucket. Yeah, fuck how you could guys, man. you? You guys, every, when how I, could you not order one of when, those? When, when I come and see you guys in Ocean, Maryland, we always Ocean get one. City, 72 go, ounces. Know, it's not that we always get one. It's called we're two teams are getting one. And we're going to and we race. race to see who does My it the quickest. God, Jesus Christ, man! Everyone loses. This basically no. Everybody wins. Everyone wins. Everyone wins. What an That's idiot! What, you mean. what an idiot! Rude. All right, Nick. Here's our final question. You did a great job tonight. It's been an incredible pod. Um, we're gonna have to do some editing. Oh yeah, I love doing shit. I'm we're, sorry, we're but what a pod! It's been no, Nick. This I'm has so been sorry. one of the weirdest. No. I, I actually, I been, was losing myself. No, we've all lost ourselves. Well, these these are my some some of my favorite episodes because um, I know the listeners are looking for their own particular niche of this podcast, particularly. But um, these are episodes that I listen back to because it's with my friends. Yeah, it's just you know weird. this is something you know it's you and I've been man. friends for a, for for a very long time. Yeah. I love it, you, man. I love you too. And it's, I'm gonna it's, remember. We, we, we're also coming down off of this high. Of yeah, dirty, dirty so much Tom's love. So like, much love. It was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. We were all together last night. Dude. We're all super fuck, fucking hungover today. And... I've never been more attracted to both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. It's good. So we 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 have a few wrap up questions okay. before we before okay. we uh, leave the podcast. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thank you for joining us. You've already been on the podcast multiple times, by the way. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. We've been talking about it. No We've doubt. been on the laundry. You? Yeah, you need to listen to it. You might. I partner. haven't heard those parts. Yeah. No. We Dirty Tom about... talked about me. I talked about we've the. Talked about I told the story. I told the story. We're gonna we're gonna post See, the the video of Ben spitting ice in your mouth. Oh no no that's so, perfect. So, so <laughs> by the time people hear this well, episode, what I live by. So by the time people hear this episode, they've already heard episode twenty five, which is where I tell the story about headbutting you in the face. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is, you, uh, oh my god! Yeah. So I do. I do have to say, uh, right, Stephen has grown up. Uh, as we a... can hear you pee. <laughs> we can literally hear you pee. <laughs> Stephen has grown up as a as a drunk. Not, re- not really though. <laughs> uh, he, god, I, why the, is it so the, loud? Is it because of the piercing? The the Does way it make two streams. The way we used to 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 rate. How drunk Stephen was is if he just stopped talking, <laughs> and this, uh, and then if it got past that point, he would just start headbutting people. And I, oh my god, Those if you if levels. you if you don't, and also invite Jengus onto this, who you almost broke his neck doing the same headbutting. Stop, please, <laughs> please stop telling me. Uh, no, my god, I love you. I love you so much, Stephen. Uh, thank you for inviting me on. Uh, this was a great experience. Hold on, we're not done yet. You're not we're done. Not yet. done yet. No. The, the reason we're not done is because Mike set up the final questions and then decided to go take a piss. So Mike, you want to <laughs> finish? You beat yourself. You did beat yourself. Oh my god! That's, that's, what the fuck is that? that? That's not it's, from the sink. Absolutely that's from. It's absolutely from the sink. <laughs> from the sink, my bitch. Yes. Now ask him the been, final. Ask him the final question. I want to be done which, with this one, shit. Which one are, are we at? The wrap up. Uh, why do you? Why do you still do this? AKA, why do you fucking hate yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> 
uh, I do this because I quit my job. <laughs> this is all I have. This is all I have. <laughs> Good answer. Now, a uh, follow-up question. Um, if you owned your own bar, what okay. would it be called? And you cannot say Crepe Daddy because Crepe Daddy currently does not serve alcohol. Sure, sure. I, I don't think I – if I, I don't know if I should do say this. But I did have a, an idea for a restaurant, and I haven't actually seen it implemented yet. Okay. Uh, I would call it masterpiece, but I'm open for ideas. Masterpiece. 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 So like my, masterpiece, like one word, like the 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 culmination. So like a of, like a like a work of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the so, Sistine Chapel. Is so a my idea for a restaurant would be uh, so the the customer would come in. Uh, they would. Pick from a protein choice, vegetarian option, whatever. And then the chef would choose what they make for that particular person. Based on that protein. Uh, yeah. Yeah, or, or just create whatever they're thinking create, in the moment. Create a meal they, around and, that. And every meal that gets is sent unique. out is unique. That could be really good. Nobody can. steal this. I will kill anybody yeah. who starts this. <laughs> the, the, the caveat to that. I, is I, I, this is my idea. I've <laughs> thought about this for years. Awesome. I'm just working up the Crepe Daddy capital to start this. Oh, thing. I kind of yeah. like You this. would have to have an incredible chef. Oh, 100%. That's and then I even a, thought a about um, whatever city. So we're based in Baltimore, right? So we started in Baltimore. You could even have guest uh, chefs? chef's appearances that would be really cool. for per that week, would be per cool. month. You yeah. could even make it almost mm-hmm. like a business incubator where you prop yeah. up up yeah. and coming yeah. restaurants. Yeah. And, and then people, people, shine, people follow. Almost, you can people be, follow particular. Uh, be like a food uh, stall in that regard, yeah. right? People yeah. follow particular chefs that they like around. Mm-hmm. That's really a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Well, That's we need some extra capital. I'm going to start that one. Yeah. So. So please buy the BRP merch. We'll donate yeah. some to Nick. We probably won't, but we might. Donate <laughs> this episode some. is brought to you by Masterpiece. <laughs> oh, it's uh, name in progress. <laughs> well, Nick, my God, it has been a pleasure. This has been our most wonky episode. I think our so. most, I think so. our most aggressive episode. <laughs> our most fuck-filled episode. The pleasure is all mine. Um, Thank you very much for having me. I expected on. nothing less from you. You have always been, um, and I say this with great affection, the Apache. Uh, you have always been the man that has. Uh, you're the wild card, dog. You have you have thrown a uh, a, a great curveball into my life in so many different times, and uh, I, love uh, it. I, I I must be feeling sentimental. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and to, to explain that, Nick is Native American. <laughs> oh wow! You had to explain that, didn't you? Well, uh, I, I love you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you are right. I am, yeah. yeah Ch- so. Choctaw and Cherokee. Yep. I think there's a song about that. Probably. Cheese and Some Tim McGraw. Choctaw! That Cherokee and Choctaw! My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a wonderful kind. That's not a I would say I would say that's racist, but I don't care. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna do y'all a favor and just say fuck off. We're done here. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you, thank you very much. I know this is a weird episode, but thank you for listening along. Um, we really do hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, we release new episodes. We do, I promise. 
Uh, big shout out over to our friends at Trauma Parlor, who sung fast when you heard at the uh, beginning of the show and you're, you're listening to right now. Seriously, please go check them out on Facebook and Spotify. Great band, and uh, show them some love. Yes, and my God, I apologize for most of what you just heard for the last two hours, but if you still want to be a regular, uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and also Snapchat at BRP Drink Along. You can listen along at Google Pod, Apple Pod, uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, and Patreon. Which we are posting a bunch of new sure. bonus content. Yeah, we've been saying that since episode one. No, but, yeah, but we actually great. are. Yeah. But we actually Go check are it out. Real. Give us some money. No, but actually for real. <laughs> um, at the Bartender Rant Podcast, uh, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review, and please always give us five stars because we really need the personal validation. Absolutely, yeah. And if you want to be one of our <laughs> VIP listeners, Steve, this is the most fucked up you've been for any episode, <laughs> I think. If, if you want to be one of our VIP listeners... Please subscribe to the Bartender Ramp Podcast on Patreon. Um, VIPs are always going to have a seat at our bar. Um, you're going to get access to bonus content, which, like since Steve said, we really are coming out with it some bonus content. It actually is really coming. This yeah, time. we've got the Boilermaker. Let's, let's talk about some of the Boilermaker Tales. we got Ranch vs. Blue Cheese prank calls. We have uh, uh, the uh, a Couples Therapy. That's couple, coming is with that Dr. Gonna do that? Dr. Phil My Asshole. Couple with Dr. Phil My Asshole. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to need some fucking therapy after this podcast. Really uh, <laughs> um, and you'll, you're going to get access to all that bonus content. And we're going to keep it cheap, too, I think. So uh, check it out if you're interested. Um, you're also going to have a chance to vote on new episode content. And you're going to get a 10% discount on all, all of our merchandise as well. So... That is absolutely right. And if you want to be a big tipper, aka one of our bozels, feel free to make a donation at PayPal under the Bartender Rant Podcast at gmail.com. Mike and I do this because we love the service industry. We love giving you guys great t- content, but this is not our day jobs. Now, I will say, I did just quit my job the other day, which will allow me to uh, deliver more time and effort to this podcast. I know Mike is continuing to double down, continuing to add more time and effort to this podcast. The, the man bought a fucking $1,200 computer because of how much I he hate loves it. you fucking people. I hate it so much. <laughs> you don't even understand. You don't even understand the depths he goes to uh, to, to learn the recording uh, industry and everything that he has to do for digital That's right. I don't understand It's that because either. he loves you. Even though he's an idiot and he doesn't know how it works, he does it for you. That's right. And, and the point is, if you continue to support us, if you allow us to take the show to the next level, we can keep bringing you great tales from bartenders, coast to coast. We can interview people from yeah. the neighborhoods, and we can make the show really something special, a beautiful community. Yeah, honestly, if you're still listening, please just like just get online and like and subscribe. Like yeah, that's please. really like the least you can that's do it. to help us out to that's just make make us look like we have people who care about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as always, don't just listen. Drink along. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse, please contact SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Their National Helpline is free, confidential, 24-7, and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys. We really appreciate listening along, but more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, Please reach out to the International Helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. 
And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you, if you need just somebody to, to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast, and we want you to stick around, and Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you, and we'll see you on the next episode. My name is Steve, and I'm talking into my microphone. We're talking into our microphones. <clears throat> That's right. We're talking into our microphones. Ah! Ah! Do oh, I, shit! Am I supposed <laughs> to talk? Do I say anything? We have I, a... Am I supposed to scream? Yeah. <laughs> scream, please. I don't think you want me to scream. <laughs> you won't. You won't scream. <laughs> Sometimes I think to myself that we should start a podcast called la, Talking la. Into Microphones. Talking into two guys talking, talking into microphones. T- talk, talk, talking into microphones. This <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Mr. Poopy Butthead. I think yours is a little loud, Steve. Talking into microphones. Just try not to yell. Talking anymore. into microphones. Talking into microphones with Mike and Steve. <laughs> uh. Don't let him rush you. Damn it, now I gotta but, mark that spot, because then I gotta cut I, this. I, now I have to fucking think. Um, oh, he's upset about having to edit the episode. You hear that? <laughs> you I was shit. not trying to be a piece you're of shit either. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so tell you us. Know what? Hey, Mike, when you get to this point, I want you to stop what you're doing and go walk out into traffic, okay? <laughs> it's going to be hard. I live on a very obscure dirt road, so I'm going to be staying there for a while. <laughs> Mike, do yourself a favor. Lay down on the train tracks. I'll go get on the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs>